This is the Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason. Brady drops back with a play fake. He's pressured. He's wrapped up. He's sacked. Matt Judon has another for the Patriots back in the 28th. Turn that man loose. The Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason, with Christian Arcan, Mike Dassault, and Paul Perillo, is your source for all the news and information following every Patriots game. Chapter staff to Mac Jones. Fires to the end zone. Caught at the goal line. It's a touchdown it. yeah. for Hunter Henry as the Patriots add to their lead. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500. Or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I hope y'all keep that same energy for tonight, baby. Can't wait. <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Christian Arcan. Slipping yeah. and sliding, he was like a cat. Pop, pop, yeah. bang. Okay, welcome in. This is Patriots Post Game, presented by Cyber Reason. I'm Christian Arcan alongside Mike Dassault and Paul Perillo. The Patriots come away with a convincing 26-3 win over a hapless Indianapolis Colts team that uh, offensively could not get out of their own way. It seemed like it wasn't a crazy way to describe the Patriots, certainly in the first quarter, but uh, from the second quarter on, the offense started clicking, the defense uh, creating opportunities, special teams as well, and uh, the Patriots uh, capitalizing on most of those opportunities, certainly enough to uh, beat that three points that the Colts were able to put up there. Um, I'd say this is another sort of typical Patriots win this season. A lot of the wins have looked like like this uh, defense and special teams really carrying the day Nick Folk with another game where he's uh, very accurate kicking his field goals and another game where we sort of look at Mac Jones and think well he was good enough to win right <laughs> I mean that's basically it right yeah, didn't make the mistakes today yeah. um, I think you laid it out I mean this is it this is it this is what I kind of was thinking it might go um, great performance by Nick Folk great performance by the defense I mean I think their uh, ability to get off the field on on third down I mean it's just ridiculous over 14 um, that that they were the difference I thought the offense continues to be what the offense is they get a couple plays here and there usually from Ramondre Stevenson Ramondre Stevenson or Jacoby Myers uh, and otherwise it's just you know a real grind to try to get consistent yards I mean they had just over 200 yards of offense total yeah. Colts had 121 so I mean just a, a total rock fight special teams defense were the difference yeah I I mean I I'd love to be able to sit here and tell you they got contributions from all three phases, but they didn't. They got contributions from defense, and they got contributions from special teams, but they didn't get any help from the offense today. They were awful. Um, the offensive line for the second week in a row had no answers. The running game is completely disappeared. The only time they run the ball with any degree of success is on second and long when the other team's not playing run. Um but defensively, like Mike said, you hit a lot of the, the highlights. Nine sacks, ties a franchise record, and um, 0 for 14 on third down. I don't care who you're playing. They dominated. You're supposed to dominate over overmatched offenses. They did that um, today uh, in spades. So sometimes you got to let one side or the other carry the load. Today the defense carried the load. <laughs> Special teams uh, chipped in with a block punt for a touchdown. Set up a touchdown. They took over on the three-yard line, whatever yeah. it was. But, um, yeah, they, they still have a lot of work to do offensively. I mean, I, I, I think you laid it all out. I guess it was just disappointing to get this off my chest. It was just, you know, the continued lack of development and, you know, the struggles in the red zone, the number of times they were stopped today, you know, inside the red zone, inside the five-yard line. Um, those things are just huge problems. And, you know, against teams like the Colts, it works out okay because you have a, another offense that doesn't really have any ability to, to counterpunch or to put the pressure on you. Um, you know, the game was kind of close for a while, but – like you said, it was closer to the fourth quarter. I mean, yep. the game was over. Yeah, the game was over in ter- for all practicality. But 
you know, it's a two-score game going into the fourth quarter, and the pick six puts it away. But I mean, other than the, the just the, terrible, the Johnu Smith, I think it was twenty-three yard screen pass, and then the Ramondre Stevenson eleven-yard carry that came right on the tail of that one, and a nice seam route to Hunter Henry. Uh, that, that, that's game. it. That, that's that kind of those are the three plays. It's the crux of the that's offense. That's the three plays. The rest of it was just uh, was just a grind. I mean, numerous third downs that they got to third and longs. Um, you know, just not a lot of success on first and second down. It was just it was a slog again, which you know we're kind of getting used to here. I'm going to ask you guys a question, and I want you to be honest. Okay, I know you're generally aren't. So I want you to be honest this time. <laughs> when they blocked that punt and Matt took over first and goal on the three, how confident were you that that was going in the end zone? <laughs> Honestly, on a scale of one to ten, how confident were you? I mean, I was. I was, I was at re- like a five and a half. I was no, re- no, I, reasonably. <laughs> yeah. I won't say. I won't say I was all in. I won't say I was all in. I know what your point is. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought they would score, um, but I wasn't all in. So I think that kind of speaks volumes. Wasn't too. a great pass either. Stevenson had to reach out and catch it with one hand. It was a little pass to the flat. That I mean, that's a pretty easy, you know, pitching catch. I know it's a one-handed catch, but that's an easy. But I mean, again, to the point, every yard as you get closer to the end zone is harder and harder and harder. So I I get your point. I was just thinking, hey, this is how it's supposed to go. They get set up on the three. This is when they're supposed to score. Um, So yeah, they they did enough today. But yeah, it's. uh, I don't think anybody is. uh, you know, saying bring on the Bills and the Chiefs right now after that one. <laughs> Not quite. And we kid because we love, obviously. And uh, <laughs> you look at the score and you think, wow, you know, the team, if you, if you didn't watch the game, you would think, man, what a what a dominating performance in all three phases, like you said, right. Paul. But it's just the, the defense and the special teams against that Colts offense, which you think the Patriots offense had issues. My God. Uh, watching the Colts try and run a play, it was like Pop Warner. But you know, but like this if, is, they, if they this is my anything, point. you're like, wow, wow, first down the, for them. The vast balance <laughs> of the game, the offenses were identical. Yeah, statistically, like that's. I mean, you take out those three plays, and but believe them in, leave them in. They had yeah. 200 yards. Mm-hmm. Like they, they didn't even have 100 more yards than the Colts did in this game. And the Colts, like Christian just said, couldn't even run a play. And think about all of the yards, like nine sacks. That's minus yards, like minus all those yards up. Like this, this game offensively was just bad for both teams. It was worse for the Colts, but yeah. it was bad. And the Colts, by the way, as we mentioned in the pregame, are a team that's in a state of upheaval right now. They don't have their quarterback. They yeah. just fired their offensive coordinator. There's reason to believe that a team like that is going to have trouble running their offense. Their star running back couldn't play today. Like they, they were really. This was a tough, uh, tough setting for them. The Patriots. Team, yeah. I mean, yeah, they had a couple of guys injured, but for the most part, they had all their, you know, they had most of their people. They had most people that uh, contribute on this offense playing today. And listen, the Colts' defense is very good. I think that's a strong unit, and I think they did a good job today. Uh, Certainly did a good job of sort of plugging up the front, and I think that their secondary did a nice job, too. There was that one nice throw by Mack where Myers sort of had that twisting uh, catch there. I wasn't sure if he caught it. Yeah, I didn't, I still, even after the replay, wasn't sure if he caught it or not, (laughs) but he did. I I don't think he did. I think that was one of those. That the Patriots did a good job of getting to the line, right? Yeah, snapping it quickly yeah. before uh, before you could uh, challenge. But either way, aside from that, there weren't a lot of of uh, big chunk plays like that. It didn't seem like they were able to really run out the clock or or do the other things that they wanted to do uh, with the ball. That being said, when your defense is just that overwhelming to a to a Sam Ellinger right. uh, led offense, there's just you know you really have to screw it up to lose a game like this. Yeah, and uh, yeah. you know they and. and and they eventually did. I mean, that that Jonathan Jones pick six on the uh, in the end was you know kind of the cap of it all. But yeah, I mean, you know, credit to the defense. It's uh, I, it's just I've seen plenty of this against overmatched opponents going back to you know like Jacksonville last year. Um, 
you know, teams that just have no chance against the Patriots defense. I just they need to play this way against the good defense, the good offenses that they have. You know, coming up, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with the Jets game. Are they about to? Did they pull Jet, off the, the Jets won. So the Jets. So you know, it's uh. My picks are a dumpster <laughs> fire today. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? But I think you get to this point, you got to regroup and you know try to try to refocus offensively and to, to, to try to stack some kind of. Uh, you know, success or, you know, be able to find some kind of consistency or ability to finish in the red zone because until they figure those things out as well as the defense played, it's 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 not going to be enough against the best teams. They need all three phases to play well, and, right. and we're still waiting for the offense. And we talked about it before the game in terms of the AFC East, and you have a chance to win and tighten things up, and unfortunately they didn't get any help. You mm-hmm. know, the teams that they're trying to get tightened up against both won. Miami, yep. uh, 35-32 winners in Chicago, and the Jets pull off the stunner um, at the Meadowlands, twenty to seventeen. Josh, Josh Allen, by the way, in that game looked like I, I didn't get to see much on red zone when we came down. Looked like he was dealing with some discomfort in his elbow. Maybe he looked like he was holding mm-hmm. his arm. Um, but you know, the Jets defense, we saw that last week. The Jets defense can cause some problems, and I think that started for Buffalo the previous week. I told you, Mike, on that Green Bay game, it looked like they were completely disinterested in the second half of that game and kind of went through the motions. And um, they're going to need to get some players back, Buffalo. I still yeah. think they're far and away the best team in, in the AFC, but they're going to need to get some personnel back and, and get back at it because they didn't look good. Though. I didn't think the second half of last week, and certainly to, to lose 20-17 to 17 to the Jets, they could not have played very well today. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins also, as you mentioned, came away with a win over the Bears. Another uh, huge game for Tua, by, by the By the skin of their teeth, too, as Justin Fields had a really, really nice game. I don't know if you saw some of those highlights, but he had a great touchdown run. He was uh, making making throws all over the field. And, you know, we talk about these second-year quarterbacks. Wilson in the, in the Jets game didn't really do much, but... Fields, he's been coming on lately. You hey, know? you're welcome. You're yeah. welcome, Chicago. I guess he figured <laughs> it all out against the Patriots. So right. now uh, you finally found your quarterback, uh, thanks to the Patriots' inability to, to stop him running. So there you uh, go. Yeah, sure. All right, the phone number is 855-PATS-500. You can email us at webradio at patriots.com. The Patriots top the Colts uh, in dominating fashion, 26-3, to despite a another kind of off day from the, uh, from the offense. Mac Jones not cracking 150 yards. He was 20 of 30, 147 yards with a touchdown. No interceptions, though. There you go. He, he tried. Pick. He tried. He tried his damnedest, but uh, they were uh, unable to capitalize. And for the first time in a while, you have a uh, Max Jones streak. turnover-free yeah. game. Yeah. That breaks his streak. I think it was like seven in a row. Well, six, might have been six in a row in the regular season. Um, but should we just we jump into the uh, the good, good, the, the bad, bad, and the injured? Let's do it. Let's do it. Now it's time for the good. Pretty good. It's pretty Pretty, pretty good. The bad. Hey, what happened? And the injured. Ah. Ah. You are a gay. All right, you want me to start? Yeah. Sure. I'll go ahead with Take the, the uh, Patriots pass rush. What can you say? That uh, Colts offensive line I read is the most expensive and also the worst offensive line in football. Yeah, they've played terribly. They all really have been bad, and there's a lot of money on that line, and uh, the Patriots made them look ridiculous, I thought, in this game. And there's there's some names on that line. It's not like it's all a bunch of Jermaine Illuminors, not to pick on him some more, but like you know Marshall Newhouse and those guys. they got some names there. <laughs> Josh Uche coming off the edge. Uh, there was one play <laughs> where he was uh, just completely untouched coming in for the sack. Judon, three sacks of his own. Uh, Dietrich Wise, who continues to play well, had 
I think, a half a sack with Tavai. Uh, Jawan Bentley got in there. Raquan McMillan had one. Um, just a, a master class, I thought, in uh, disrupting what that offensive line was trying to do with their zone blocking and getting to Ellinger. He was never comfortable in the whole game. Uh, nine sacks. What can you say? Yeah, you can, that's what you can say. Nine sacks. <laughs> that's yeah. about says it all. That's um, you know, Judon just all over the place. Where would they be? Without him, similar start last year. He's even, you know, a hotter start this year. Got to keep it going into the second half. If he goes quiet again this year, they're dead meat. But I think just the player-wise, Uche coming on and just that complimentary finisher kind of a role. Um, you know, the Colts didn't have a lot, and they weren't really able to run the ball. They were in a lot of third and longs. I thought the Patriots made them play. They, they, they were great on, on third down. As, as, as evidenced by all the sacks, no conversions. Um, that, was, that was, I think, really where the game was kind of decided. Yeah, and I'll go at the, at the front end, too, and just talk about, you, you know, you guys touched on the pass rush. That was the key factor, obviously. But, you know, you knew the only way that the Colts could stay competitive is if they ran the ball all day and the Patriots didn't let them. So those guys yeah. up front were stout. I thought Tavai was really active in this game. I don't know, you know, statistically, you know, if he had an, a huge impact. But – I thought Adrian Phillips had a couple of really nice run yep. stuffs, you know, two-yard gains, filling the hole. Um, they never allowed Indianapolis to get anything going on the ground. You know, you look, it's uh, 11 carries for 23 yards for Deion Jackson, uh, three carries for 13 yards for Wilkins, one for two for, for Lindsey. So a couple of short-yarded situations completely stuffed. I thought the run defense was the way we had seen it in, in its better moments today. Um, and that's a good sign because these teams that want to come in and run the ball – once they get one-dimensional and they have a, an inexperienced quarterback like Ellinger, you know what happens. All right. We were just talking about the pass rush and how good it was. That was due in large part to this man who we welcome into the program right now, number 55 in your programs, three sacks in the uh, in the books today, Josh Uche. Josh, thanks for the time. How you doing? I'm good. How you guys doing? Hey, Josh, good. Nine sacks for you guys today as a team. I mean, just what's what's the mood like there for the defense? Such a dominating day. I mean, it's good. You know, we all know what we're capable of, and, you know, each guy went out there and executed. And, you know, at the end of the day, the team effort, you know, the guys that are rushing, you know, everyone's just talented. So everyone just did their thing, and, you know, and the end result was the end result, you know. So, Josh, we've seen – I'm sorry. We, we've seen offenses sort of get in a rhythm and, you know, start throwing the ball around and, and, and getting hot. Can a pass rush get in one of those kind of grooves where – you know, you see Judon, you know, get off to a quick start early. Then you get out there and you're racing around the end uh, a couple of times. Can can a can a pass rush sort of find a groove and just get in the zone the way you guys did today, or is that just uh, kind of an anomaly? I mean, no. Nah, I mean, it's you know what you saw is what you saw. You know, we all just gel very well together. You know, we're in here each and every day working hard, grinding, and you know we go out there and execute and have fun. You know, we have faith in each other. So we just go out there and we're having fun, you know, because we know the guy next to us is going to play and do his job. And, you know, they got our backs and, you know, we got each other's backs. So that's what it comes down Josh, uh, you've been getting close, you know, in a lot of those games early on in the season. You got your first sack against the Jets, now three today. Uh, you got to be feeling confident going into this bye week. Um, how, how's the uh, general mood, I guess, with you and the rest of the guys? Um, I mean, mood is good. You know, confidence has always been there. You know, I mean, outside noise is kind of the outside noise. You know, we know what we have in this locker room, and, you know, we just keep grinding each and every day, and, you know, just one play at a time, one day at a time. Josh, just feel like a bit of a relief here to, to, to get to the bye, maybe get a little break, and then refocus on those last eight games of the season? I mean, see, we're trying to play ball, and we're trying to, you know, dominate. So whatever we got to do, it don't matter. You know, luckily, you know, the ball for the buys next week, so we're just going to, you know, take it one step at a time. So. 
get ready for uh, the next game. What was the message from the coaches as you you know you wrap this one up and you you head into the bye? What was the message uh, that you guys had to take with you? Just keep working, you know, keep grinding, you know, and push through the struggle. You know, pressure creates diamonds, so you know we got to get through that pressure if we want to shine. All right, Josh Uche, three sacks today, part of a nine-sack day for that defense. Enjoy it. Enjoy the bye week, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Congrats, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Congrats. Uh, great game. Josh Uche, yeah, I mean, uh, number 55. He was really. coming off the edge today. Uh, I think that was his best game as a Patriot. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was a, a factor from the moment he stepped on the field today. Um, and I don't know what the thing is with the Colts offensive line. This is, you know, just in doing the prep work for them last week. This is what I've been reading is their offensive line has been leaking like a sieve all year, and we saw it today. I mean, it was mm-hmm. nothing really – I mean, there was a couple of plays. I, I saw, like, Judon on one of his early sacks came looping around and came up the inside, and, and one of the guards, I think – I forget which guard it was, like, just didn't hit anybody. They confused him. But I don't think there was a lot. Of, I just think it was guys winning. Yeah. And you know, Duce just winning outside, just getting off the edge and – Coming around untouched. That was what I was just going to say. Just, you know, you can see certain games like that where it just looks like one team is winning the line of scrimmage, and uh, that was it. And, I, you know, to go back to your point, Paul, when you are talking earlier about just the general play of the front, I mean, the third and one stop with the fourth and one stop there, I mean, the game was still, you know, a little bit in question. I just – they're playing. They're winning the line. They're playing in the backfield. And, and if they continue to do that, um, they're going to be, you know, one of the best defenses. But I, I still think they've just kind of set the stage now for what they really have to do here in the final eight games. You know, Uche uh, – only had three sacks total last year. Yeah. So he matched that in one game this season <laughs> uh, and has now four on the year. He had his first This is one, one of those games you wanted to get off the, d- the disabled list if you happen to be uh, out. You know, this this was one you got you to take advantage <laughs> gotta, of. Yeah, yeah no gotta, question yeah. about it. Uh, I mean, hop, can, I throw, uh, can I throw Jay Jones on there? Uh, you know, big pump block and then a big six. I Absolutely. Mean, uh, he was uh, he was a we game throw DeAndre Hopkins on there for a nice fantasy touchdown for me. Go. Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. fantasy Paul Wayne and not red zone Paul. Um, but I, I thought Jay, Jay Jones too too key. I mean the second one it is what it is at the end of the game it was kind of the icing on top. But I think that pump block was huge. You know that pump block and ended the, to the get game. the touchdown. The pump yeah. block ended the game no, and, and yeah. not not yep. exaggerating. And what I really liked yep. here and I knew we we you and I kind of talked about it pregame. We kind of anticipated. A strong special teams yeah, day, and they went because for it, yeah. of the amount of time they spent talking about how badly they were outplayed on special teams last year, and they yep. were embarrassed by it. So this is something dialed up. Jonathan Jones is on the outside as the vice guy. He comes all yeah, of a sudden in, charging yeah. in yeah. from the outside, times the snap perfectly, and he comes in untouched and blocks the punt. Great angle. No way they're going to get in any kind of trouble there if, it, if he doesn't get there in time. He's not um, any risk of, of running into the punch. You see the angle he takes. Perfect. He goes right by without even touching the leg. Um, so give Cam Acord and the, the coaching staff some credit. Give Jonathan Jones all the credit for executing exactly the way he should. Huge play in the game. It's 6 nothing. That game, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, sometimes you, you know these kinds of plays happen early in games. You're like, oh, it didn't really matter. That was going to happen anyway. This game was going to be nothing but field goals. Mm. The two touchdowns they scored were given to them by the other team. They weren't scoring touchdowns today. The Patriots' offense wasn't getting in the end zone without help. And this this play ended the game. It made it a two-score game, game over. Um, okay, let's Huge. move on Jonathan to Jones. Uh, good. another good. The good that I have here is uh, Marcus Jones, who I thought did a nice job in the return game, had a nice long punt return, and also a good kick return. They didn't kick off to him very much, but uh, I thought that he looked good there and um, was uh, just someone who I haven't noticed much this year. I thought he looked uh, I thought he looked uh, explosive today. Yeah, I thought his 23-yard 
punt return was another, you know, one of the catalyst plays. I mean, there were maybe four or five of them. We named three offensive. But, I mean, between the punt block and then Marcus Jones's punt return yeah, early out, on, out to getting the, the Colts, points. Back to yeah. the Colts, 43 sets up a field goal yep. on a 19-yard drive. Yeah, and it's 6 Again, nothing. you know, um, and then the other one is, a, you know, he gets out to the 33 on a kick. So, yeah, I think Marcus Jones uh, deserves a spot on, on the good list today. Absolutely. Yeah, especially when it's like, I mean, you're seeing that, that first one we just saw, it, but it's like you know the offense needs those plays, and yep. when you get them, it's like th- that field position was huge. Um, and then it's 6 nothing, and all right, we're starting to roll a little bit. Yeah, and I, I had mentioned um, when we were talking about the run defense, Adrian Phillips I thought was really active yeah. today. Uh, and Tavai, uh, Jelani Tavai I thought was was physical uh, and around the line. And uh, the one other guy, and Evan mentioned him a couple of times when we were watching the game, was uh, Jawan Bentley. Yep. I thought had a Me couple too. of plays where he was right where he was supposed to be, turning plays back inside where his help was. And, you know, so I, I just thought defensively you'd be hard-pressed to find a guy that didn't play well today. I thought everybody – you know, not to sound yeah. like Bill, I thought all the defensive guys really did their job, and yeah. it was working in concert. The pass rush, the coverage was good enough that he couldn't get the ball out as quickly as probably he wanted to, and the run defense was outstanding. Yeah, it all just fit together today. It was, uh, I think you go right down the line, Mac Wilson, I mean, guys that at least made one play or, you know, showed up with a big tackle. So, yeah, defense, nice work. I got nothing for you I got nothing offensively. Uh, <laughs> I was also going to say Nick Folk. Yeah, all right, that. Yeah, yeah. And home another day, another play. Nick Folk was his regular self. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, 49 and 43 yards, yeah. not mm-hmm. not not chip shots, it, and he made them. Yep, just kept going. Um, Four more. Yeah, he deserves a spot. Good good job, Christian. All right, and uh, that's it. That's it for me on the uh, on the goods. I think that's yeah. uh, that's it for all of us. That's all right, for me. let's go to the bads. Ooh. Ah, where do, you want, where do you want to start? How general should we go? I just think, you know, you're getting into – offensive ruts right out of the gate mm. you know two three and outs and then a first down the third possession a first down and then a punt so in essence you had like three three and outs to start the game um i don't know if it's play design because i've been really complimentary of the d- the the plan of attack going into some of these games the script going into these games has been successful in a lot of the games where that you know some of the best drives they have are right out of the, the locker room well, that wasn't the case today. It wasn't the case last week. Um, so they, they struggled a little bit uh, at, the, at the start. The offensive line, I know you're dealing with some backups. Um, it's not working. The offensive line is not playing very well. They need David Andrews back in the worst way, and they need to figure out what they want to do at tackle because either you stick with Kajust and just go full-time with Win at, at left guard, but these early struggles for Strange are, are not by accident. Yeah. They they have to figure something out. I, I think, thought just had a really bad game. Yeah, I, I I think that I think Strange, you know, was out of the game early again. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Win start at left guard next week. Just yeah. flat out take that job. Hands to the face penalty, and then that was kind of it, right? Like that was was that the last point we saw Cole Strange? That was the last time I remember. He had a hands to the face penalty. Yeah, I, it was I it was that. declined. It was declined. Yeah. Okay, right. yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, I know uh, you know like Trent Brown had a holding. The offensive line didn't play well again. Yeah. You know, it did, I, mean, I thought that Mac was dealing with a fair amount of pressure again um, from the outset, and it really never subsided. Yeah, it's hard. I, I, I'm with you, Paul. I, I just don't know wh- how to how to divvy it up, and I'm, I, I just put overall just the offense because look at these negative plays too. This is a good clip that, that the right. the guys are, are showing here. Like you know, he's got a second like there. You last know, but like last week they had something like 14 negative plays in the game. They had to approach that again today. I'm sure, and especially right out of the gate where both teams are like combined for like minus mm. seven yards out of the. It's it's just overall. I, I what, what's D- distressing for me is just that this is the same kind of clunkiness that we've been seeing all year, and there just hasn't been any sign of 
starting to find anything really. It's either Stevenson makes something out of nothing, or otherwise you're just kind of tooth and nail, one or two plays per drive maybe um, that can be big enough to maybe put you into scoring position. But if you don't get those plays, then then you're probably punting. So um, just just not a lot to, to like. I mean, I thought Hunter Henry was okay, showed up in a four couple f- spots. Four catches, you 50 know, yards, I'll uh, take uh, it. For how quiet he's been, he, he did show up a little bit. I, I didn't put him on the good list, but – you know, otherwise the production, I mean, you know, the fumbles out of Myers and, and Bourne, too, were, um, you know, just for an offense struggling to find its way, struggling to find trust, um, you know, you've got guys. I mean, Jacoby's got a little bit of a a little bit of a leash to work with given, you know, his performance and how consistent he's been overall. But, I mean, for a guy like Bourne, who's trying desperately to integrate him himself into being a piece of this offense, um, to continue to put, put the ball on the ground, it's just not not good. Yeah, I had him as one of my bads for that uh, for that fumble. Taylor came and recovered it, but I mean that was uh, that was an ugly fumble. <laughs> the the Bourne fumble was bad because yeah. he was very loose with the ball. At least, yeah. and I'm and not he was trying, trying to, to break a tackle. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not trying to like give you know Myers the benefit of the doubt, but at least he he got popped. Yeah, look at JJ Taylor come flying in too. I mean, that he was just like as a that was a great play. He jumps missile. over a guy <laughs> right here. He goes Whee! over the pile and, and he. <laughs> Kind of recovers it all in one motion. <laughs> That's a great play. And I yeah. give the Colts a lot of credit here, of too, <laughs> right? Because the Colts, yeah. the Colts aren't trying to recover this. They're trying to pick it up and run it back because they knew that's the only chance they had to win the game. Yeah. Was yeah. to to scoop and score in that kind of a spot. So, yeah, I mean, a little sloppy with the ball again. I thought Mac threw a couple balls in harm's way. Ooh, yeah. Two today. Um, he got away with them. One in particular, the one that was um, ruled incomplete on the sideline on the bobble that Myers caught and he yes. was out of bounds. Mm-hmm. That pass should have been picked. So. Yeah, just uh, another day where I don't think the ball security was great. Yeah. All right, ball security. I'll add that as well. Um, Sorry, I did like a free form of. Yeah, I did. I just did like the you know the 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 just the offensive structure at the start of games. Just Mm -hmm. this is two weeks in a row. I I mean, you could probably do everything here. I don't. I don't know. I had Mac as bad. I mean, I didn't think. I didn't think that he was uh, particularly. Um, no. strong in his reads. I didn't think he was processing all that well. I know that a lot of, uh, not a lot of people, but some people, Bedard, some other people were saying that his processing was actually good in that uh, Jets game last week, oh. which I tend to disagree with. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't impressed by it, but I definitely wasn't today. And I think that he didn't have a lot of help. Um, we were just talking about the uh, the plays that he did make. I think the best play of the day was that John U. Smith play. Mm-hmm. The reason why that happened, I thought, is because could just guy just burned him so badly and was already around the corner that by the time he got the ball out, that whole side of the field had basically collapsed. So that's to, why yeah. Smith got so many yards. I need to look at I don't know where that fell in the screen category of, of design of mm. letting that guy come in. I'm not sure exactly. I didn't I didn't get quite Yeah, I think it was a screen, so I think there is an element of that where you know, it's kind of intentional. You see, yeah. like he passes he off Quiddy yep. Pay right there. That's a good good job by the guys in the truck again, getting yeah, plays yeah. exactly when we we're talking about him. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought that was a one of I, I would say four or five plays today that looked really good. You know, I I count that seam pass to Hunter Henry uh, late in the game uh, as as another one, but just not enough plays that looked right. To, you know how we always talk about well, that was a Patriots pass play. Like when we, when we're at practice at training camp, that looked like a Patriots play. Uh, they had about three of those today. They've had about three all year. Paul. <laughs> uh, all right. You know, like, seriously, when do I have to be the the ray of sunshine? I mean, that's not my role. True. <laughs> what are we doing? That's only um, my role on Wednesdays. All right, what else? Speaking we got of Ray for, of uh, Sunshine, and Fred Kirsch in the house as well. Hi, Fred. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Thirteen and four, still in play. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Only two happen. games behind the Bills with uh, two games to play with them. It's gonna be a great two weeks. Yeah. Just, you know, hey, five and four. See, Here we now are. that's a Ray of Sunshine. Here we are. 
we made it. Yeah. <laughs> All we got to do is win every game. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go just one and, at a time. And, and hope everybody else loses. Right. Oh, but we're going to play la- them. Because you're in last place. But we're going to play the Bills twice. We're going to play the Jets one more time. Right? Yeah. We're going to play Miami one more we time. Can beat them. We'll be okay. Just, just win every game. So defense, huh? Can't argue with that. Just win every game. Yeah. <laughs> just win, baby. So, Freddie, we had um, obviously a lot of superlatives on defense. We spoke with Josh Uche. Um, talked about the pass rush. Um, had pretty much everybody on defense included in the good list. Um, and then the special teams, we talked about Jonathan Jones and the coaching to dial up that wrinkle on the punt block. Anything that stuck out to you um, otherwise or, say, on the you know, on the good list before we get your thoughts on, on bad? Yeah, I mean, you know, the D is what it is. It's just, it was just such a hard game to gauge, though, because both offenses – just couldn't do really anything mm. um you know i so i don't know i guess mixing i i know it didn't amount to much but at least mixing and matching on the offensive line they knew they were in trouble right away they got strange out of there you know they put win in there for a little bit just to kind of stabilize things didn't work right away but eventually you know just just to kind of mix things up there but other than that, like, you know, you mentioned the Smith play. Um, yeah, there, there just wasn't much to, to talk about okay, on anything, offense. Anything on the bad lists, um, you know, besides we talked about the offensive line and obviously the lack of cohesion offensively. Well, I think, I think just you can't do much when your offensive line is getting dominated. I mean, pretty much on every play, Fer- Ferenc would get knocked back three yards just to start. Like, so just to start, Max got this guy three yards in his backfield on every play. You know, you start there, and then it just goes downhill from there. Um, it was it was a little interesting to me. It felt like the first few possessions, they tried to kind of push the point of running into the middle, and they couldn't. I mean, they were going backwards trying to do it. And then once they adjusted, like you said, I, th- I don't th- want to say they were successful, but I thought they had more space to kind of work with once they started going outside. And I just found myself wondering – you knew what you were dealing with. Why? Why wait till the third or fourth possession? I, I thought they like did that, too much you know? of that. I thought they did too much of the zone stuff to the to the perimeter, and I think that's where the losses came from. Mm. The the runs for a lot. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I bet you Evan will have the numbers during the week when he does his um, his review. But I, I thought there was too much sort of emphasis trying to go under center. We're going to run the stretch plays to the to the edges, and they had per, like. They had penetration on every one of those. They did, you know. So, and then you know, Mac did not play well. No. You know, like even with the offensive line, you know, a lot of it was the, the fault of the O line. But Mac just didn't have enough grasp of what was going on out there to be able to make something happen, despite you know uh, having he was that jumpy. pressure. Yeah, he was yeah. jumpy. He was skittish. Um, so it was just uh, bad all the way around. I just think there were still times that he had enough time to make throws. That's too, I think that's Fred's know? point. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, it's, oh yeah, as, as yeah. bad as the pressure was, I just I keep seeing and I keep seeing the guys show some of the highlights where he's got a, a beat in the pocket and it doesn't even really seem like he's thinking about throwing it. It just looks like he's thinking. Right. He's thinking. Tuck. Try to run. Try to squeeze out of it and maybe rush. But you know, today I think he was he wasn't really squirting. Yeah, out of the he's not. And you know, it. even on a. On a quick pass, you still have to throw the guy open. You have to assume that he's going to make the cut when the play calls for the cut and just throw it, you know, as he's making the cut, not after he's made the cut. And he just – it's a confidence thing, I think, in himself 
and maybe in everyone around him. And uh, he he just didn't have the the quick reaction to overcome you know the lack of time. Yeah, it's yeah, it uh, just was a little off. Like this is a pass right here that we're showing that could have been caught by Bourne. Mm-hmm. It's not a terrible throw, but it's it's out in front of him on the dead run. That's not it's not an easy play. It looks like you slow it down like that, and you're like, how did he not catch that? But He's that was early de- in the game, too, yeah, right? Yeah, he's on a dead run. It might have been the first third down of the game. It was yeah. down maybe low, the, maybe right? The, maybe the second one. down by a shoe it was, tops? It, no, it wasn't that low, but it, it was it was catchable but not a great throw. And, you know, you see a couple – we had a couple balls like this one. See, that's right there. Like, yeah. I mean, that's not – way out That's not a great throw. Yeah. I mean, it's catchable. He's got two hands on it. He's an NFL receiver. He probably should catch that. But if he puts it on him – now he's catching it. He can protect it. He can protect himself and see if he can pick up the first down. Too many throws like that today. He had some turf balls that we were looking like, was that tipped? And you watch the replay, and I'm like, no, it didn't look like it was touched. Yeah, that's the ball I was talking about, the one to Thornton yeah. that was down by his shoes. Yeah, that's yeah. the one uh, we were all, the three of us were convinced it was tipped until we saw the replay, and we're like, it wasn't tipped. What would you guys think of that slide on the five-yard line? You know, I, w- I wanted him to give him the old Tom Brady Urlacher juke. You remember that? You know, I think I was, there was, I was room. For I think there. there was room for that to at least yeah. you know angle himself <laughs> so he didn't get hit directly and maybe right juke him right there. Yeah. Ah, come yeah. on, man. I, I mean, the I think boo- he did the right you, thing. You could hear the boos. I think he did the right I, thing. Not whether they were booing Boom. him or the play call or whatever, but people give him were, an eye fake. People were booing on that. Oh, on people that play. were booing all day. Yeah. I mean, the, the the offense was getting roundly booed all day, but. I, I don't I don't think he was Yeah. I think he's gonna get hit pretty after hard. After seeing on this it play. a couple of, from this angle you think, oh, but yeah. Uh, there, there was there were there was help to the inside, so we would have had a juke to the outside. Yeah. I, I mean I'm not telling you you can't make a guy miss, but I don't think that's his forte and I don't want him getting lit up there. Yeah. Especially in a game like that. I know he's probably not thinking like that, but or, the game or, was over. Or worse fumbling the ball. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, didn't hear a lot of zappy chants, if any. Uh, I, I did not hear. hear it, I but did not hear people. No. Chanting I, I, I will tell you from the stands, people were saying that there was some zappy talk. Is there that right? People oh. calling for zappy in the stands. I, I, of course, there was. You know, on the blog, it's that was one of the topics du jour. It just didn't come to a crescendo because Mac didn't throw a pick, and I think that point would have. And they were also and taken, they were also yeah. never losing. Like that's yeah. th- like you know how I say like Get you know what do you need to see? I need to see it done a different way. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not his fault that it didn't have to be right. done a different way today. Right. And the Patriots fan part of me never really felt angst in this game. Like, he always just kind of felt like, eh, we're just Whatever the opposite play. of angst is, is what that <laughs> entire game was. That well, game was never in doubt. Th- this yeah. would be a 50-burger back in the day. Oh, today. Oh, God. You know? But back in the day, do you mean like week 15 last year? No, like like against Jacksonville. Yeah. That was that game today. Yeah. Mm. No, it th- this was prime for that type of game, but I didn't think it was going to happen because of our offense. Yeah, our offense just, just isn't playing well enough to have that happen. I agree yeah. with you, Freddie. I mean, I don't want to be doom and gloom, but do you think the offense is going to figure anything out this year? It's Listen, <laughs> like, it starts with the O-line. Yeah. you got to get Andrews back. I don't know. Like, I think it starts must, with the quarterback. That must be a pretty bad concussion. He's now missed two games, mm. you know, so three weeks. Um you know, it must be pretty bad. Yeah. They haven't put him on IR, obviously. Right. So maybe they just wanted to make yeah. sure. You know, this could be one of those things. And Bill does this. I know he says he doesn't, but I think he does. Where he looks at a game like this and says, we're not going to lose this game. We're right. not losing at home to the Colts. Or we can with, afford with Sam to. Ellinger. Yeah. Let's yeah. make sure he's okay. And then he gets the bye. That's three full weeks off. So it's four weeks between the last time he played and when he's playing again. And here come the Jets. Right. All right. Um, you mentioned the uh, Jaguars last year. The Jaguars today came back from a double-digit deficit to hand the Raiders another loss for Josh McDaniel. That team, 
I don't understand how they're so bad. I don't either. Like, that's a talented, that's a good roster. I'd almost take that roster over in a lot of positions over New England's. And I swear to God, they cannot win a game. I don't know how you... They're unbelievable. And this is like the third time they've done this, where they score 20-something points in the first half and get nothing in the second half. I think they did it against the Cardinals earlier in the year. They did it today. I don't understand how that happens. I, I don't understand either. I mean, and, and having been in Vegas and watched those guys up close of how talented they were, I mean, it, it jumped off the field. I, I mean, just throw the ball to Devontae Adams. He's right. I mean, if it's in the vicinity, he's bigger, faster, stronger than anybody he's going against. Yeah. I have no I idea what's going on out there. I know I everyone, everyone <laughs> no. here is blaming it on Josh, but I have no yeah. idea, you know. I mean, if you're losing, if you're blowing a lead on the road to Jacksonville, something, something's yeah. not right. I mean, people say who's going to get fired. I don't think he's going to get fired after one season. Like to me, the only way you get fired in a season is when it's different stuff than performance. Right. It's yeah. mutiny. Yeah. It's it's just a tough position for Josh that yeah. you took over a team that made the playoffs last year and acquired right. the best receiver in the league, and now is taking a step. And you're back. known and you're known for offense, and you can't yeah. play offense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Adams did have a big game today, uh, 146 yards and two touchdowns on 10 catches. So it uh, wasn't his fault. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a tough one there for, uh, for the Raiders now, 2-6. and six, And they are winless on the road so far this year. Wow. Uh, so there you go. Um, the Patriots, though, I mean, listen, this is, uh, this is a little win streak they got here going into the bye week. Um, I think it's pretty clear what they need to do with this time off. Uh, the defense needs to throw a big party and invite all their friends, and the offense needs to just lock themselves in the film room and you know get out there and run those hills and and yeah. get something going here because this I mean this is nice it's nice to win games it certainly is but how sustainable you got the Bills coming up. you got two games against the Bills coming up and you cannot score a touchdown unless you're starting on the three I got to watch what the Jets <laughs> did because it's like you know I and I and I got a lot of respect for how the Jets looked last week mm. clearly Zach Wilson's mistakes overshadowed anything good that they did last week I, I haven't seen a bit of this game I have no idea how they won it but if somehow the Jets can pull off an upset like somehow I think our defense can force the Bills to punt at some point it, it, that's that to me is just the well, it's, it's all about matchups mm. and yeah. the Jets the Jets match up well up front on their defense. They got a good front, yeah. They've got a good front and they've got, you know, a couple good corners that, you know, can, you know, make it tough for Josh Allen when he's looking downfield. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I like I didn't watch the game e- either. So I don't know if like they had Allen on the run or, or what was going on. Well, Allen had nine carries for eighty six yards, so he ran more than he they probably want him to right. run. That's so, for sure. So Tucked that that tells me that the coverage go. was good, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't have a great day. He was 18 for 34 for 205 with two picks. So, like, you hold them to 17 points, you did something <laughs> defensively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not easy to do. Um, it <laughs> – this is just uh, – it's not a good – I mean, in my opinion, it's not a great result for the Patriots. No. Like that game. Like, you want to get – you want to start getting in front of some of these teams. That was one I had penciled in the other yeah. way. No, yeah. I, I kid when I say, you know – you're, you know, you have two in hand with yeah, the but, with but the bills and all that. But, but there is some truth to the but fact. But you really that you're need you really need again. to catch the Jets right. before you you know forget about the Bills. I think you know I think the Jets are on the bye this week too. So I mean you know yeah. you have two teams. If you beat them, you'll be tied record wise, but you'll be above the Yeah, ice. you could catch the Jets by it's beating fine. them. Yeah, yeah it's but fine. I I mean I'm just saying you want to get in front of these teams, mm-hmm. and you had an opportunity today to get in front or you know to get in front of the Jets and tie. You know you'd be losing the tiebreaker with Miami. It was close. You had a chance. Um, I mean, I, I don't really think it's overly realistic that the Bills are going to lose that amount of games um, the rest of the way. It's certainly possible. I'm not saying it's imp- impossible. 
But I, I think that you want to get into playoff position, and you had a chance today. Very close. Chargers win late. Dolphins hold on and win late. Jets win late. So you stay behind everybody. Damn. All right. Uh, we want to thank Cyber Reason, the presenters of Patriots Post Game. A great defenders don't just play in the field. They're also protecting your company and your data. Cyber Reason on a mission to end ransomware and keep your business undefeated against cyber attacks. Learn more at cyberreason.com slash ransom. Phone number is 855-PATS-500. Email at webradio at patriots.com. We'll get to your calls and emails right after this. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. A pretty interesting game, a pretty uh, pretty weird game. Um, pretty awful game. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Christian Arcan. All right, what were we talking about there? Is it a Jets game? Is that the pretty yeah. awful game we were talking about? Must have been. Right? Uh, I've only done a couple of games. So. I feel like I owe an apology to the Jets game. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> With uh, this Jets game was a hell of a lot better than this game. The first half in particular, that uh, the punt block woke me right up. The and punt I was block having, was, I was the having play a nice of the game. nap. Yeah, and all of a sudden, they, you know, this, all this action happened. Not Shit, a lot fans of started cheering. I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's ruined my nap. Anyway, the Ace <laughs> Ticket Hotline is 855-PATS-500, and you can email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Let's go to the masses. What do you say, everybody? And uh, take some calls, starting with Pat, who is in Agawam. Hello, Pat. You're first. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hey, doing, Pat? So, um, I think I said during the week that I just wanted them to get in, get out, relatively healthy, and just get into the bye week and hopefully see what happens after. You know, not just getting Dave Andrews back, but hopefully getting Chris, Christian Barmore back, too, for the second half of the season. And, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting a lot from this team, but 
I'd like to just see him stay competitive. And, and that first qu- that first quarter, that was a white knuckle quarter, man. Uh, and Polly, my final thing, you were right. I, I it's two weeks in a row where you had double digit ne- negative plays. I mean, they they got to clean that up. You know, I don't know if it's just me, but when when it's a game like where the other team, you know, they can't do anything, even though when the Patriots can't, I I don't get nervous. <laughs> You know, it's I get nervous when we can't stop somebody. Uh-huh. But when we when you know that the other team's really not going to score a lot of points, I always feel like we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get enough points to win. I always feel that way like you know in the in that Super Bowl against the Rams, like I mm. felt like we were in control even though it was right down to the wire. Yeah. You I, know? See, I would agree in terms of winning and losing the game. And in that particular game, that you're talking about the Super Bowl? Yeah. The Patriots moved the ball far better than anything that they did on any drive, any play today at all. I never, oh, yeah. I never yeah. felt they were going to figure it out today. Right. Never felt like I never felt like this is the drive. Never once Why did I feel you? that. Why would you? Uh, that Rams game, like they moved the ball in spurts, and then they would, you know, the Rams were good defense. They'd come up with a play, they'd minimize it, they, you know, get a pick, get off the field or whatever. Yeah. Today, they didn't move the ball all day. Not once. Yeah. No. And it wasn't just because it was conservative play calling either. Like they took some they shots. Tried they tried, a, they to tried a lot of different yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, Thornton had a step, but the ball was just overthrown. I mean, again, if if Mac was playing well, you have to admit this game would have looked different. He would have made some plays despite the pressure, but plays that were there, like the, you know, the throw to Thornton. Or, you know, just going a little bit too far in front of Bourne or overthrowing Thornton yeah. down the field. Mm. Those plays get made. Yeah. You know, even the, the little wheel route to Stevenson yeah. down the oh, sideline. That, that was a touchdown. He That's had good, two steps. Good call, Freddie. He had that two was steps. Now, it would have been a, had to been a good pass because he had to get over the defense. He had to drop it in there. But if he was playing well, you're scoring like 40 points today. Mm-hmm. You know? Y- you know what I enjoyed? When Jacoby Myers ran up and took that snap and then <laughs> fell forward two yards, I don't know why, but that made me laugh. Yeah, I mean, like I, I even looked at that and I was like, "So we're throwing wrinkles out there, and we yeah. need two linemen and a quarterback to push <laughs> right. him over the line for the first down." It's like, well, we can't get it, anything. It's funny the the Colts did the same thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's right. just like both teams were desperate, yeah. right? You know, right? Yeah, and they couldn't get it either. Like the, yeah. the, it just. Was bad offense. That's why I kept feeling like All I felt day. the same way you did. Oh, but the I kept game was reminding over. My, I kept reminding myself though, if they just get a touchdown, it's, it's like, like a it's, game. It's like right. it's like at the you end know? of the game, you're like, okay, two defenses were doing a tug of war, yeah. and whoever wins that actually yeah. wins. The only thing is, I, I felt like like you, Mike, and I was thinking, geez, you know, I, I know it's. 16 to 3, but all it takes is one touchdown. Yeah. Mm. But I was thinking, but the only way the Colts could get a touchdown is a scoop and score or a pick six. Yeah. That's why I was mad. There was one kickoff. I think they had all touchbacks today on kickoffs. There was one that came short. And I was mad. I was like, don't give them a free opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way they can score. Yeah. Is some, someone gets the ball in their hands and they break a couple of tackles and they go. That yeah. was the only way that the Colts were scoring today. On, on that last Bailey punt, did he do that on purpose? It was a seven yard punt. Did you see it? No. Oh, very very last. Oh, I think the we were, very no, last we punt by Bailey. It was here, a yeah. seven yard punt. Huh. It, he, only, I, I thought he kicked it directly out of bounds. I, and he did it on purpose. I, but oh, well, yeah, punt seven yards. I, I can't imagine he did that on purpose. I don't know. I don't know. I, but they were showing him on the sideline, and he didn't look too upset. 
he seems all over the map to me now. Like, he's I, having a weird year. Yeah, yeah. like I like some. I'm trying to like get a beat on him for like good list, bad list, that kind of stuff. Because he had he did have one good pump, but then he had the another. The one first punch was, of the day was good. I didn't yeah. think any of his other the punts were very were good. Out, so and I, and hmm. even the first punt was return. It was like a 13 yeah. or 14 yard return. Mm-hmm. Like they, um, I don't know. I think he's just working through some stuff. Yeah. But that first punt was a bomb. It was like a 59-yarder. Oh, yeah. yeah, it yeah. was It was up there at a hunk, good hang time. And then he had a, you know, back to his line drive later on. That, uh, But you, you guys were already headed down. His last punt was literally seven yards. Yeah, no, I just looked it up. Yeah. yeah. Like really just really high? No. Seven yards? It went right <laughs> off his, his foot. Now, there's a chance that Bill <laughs> told him just kick it out of bounds. <laughs> just kick it out of bounds. Yeah, I think he like, said. Don't give him a chance to run it back. But, but you I, think you could go farther out of bounds? Yeah, I don't think you would have to do it like that. Hmm. I, I think he just said just kick it. You know, don't make this a non-play. Nobody gets hurt. The Colts are just going to run it into the line they've given up. So just kick it out of bounds. Yeah. Hmm. So all right, makes I'm sense. hoping that's the case. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Eric, who is in New Jersey, who average. has uh, I don't know what he wants to talk about. Go ahead, Eric. What do you What do you got? Uh, first off, uh, I got to give a shout out to the Colts uh, for Buckner and Stewart. They just put a clinic on in, in the middle. Uh, I know Deuce, you know front seven guy. Yeah. I'm right there with you. That that was Buckner. I know Bill doesn't like drafting those guys. I know he's you know he likes those two gap guys, but Buckner he is a dog. Um, just love to see it, but. This is fool's gold. I mean, this is a parallel universe from, you know, name the year where we just beat up. I mean, it was criminal. It was criminal. You know, Frank Wright putting Sam Mellinger out there. Then even having him come out the half. Like, I mean, to stay here and, and, and to take any – I mean, the guys went out there. They made the play on defense. But to take anything away, to, that that was inept. That was J.D. quarterback play out there. And then the offense, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, this year, like I said, I wasn't planning on – I didn't take this as a year, you know, going to win a championship. I just wanted – the offense to evolve, take a next step, Mac take a next step. You know, some of these guys, you know, the second year guys, I mean, that's what the plan was for me for this year as a fan, you know, just to see, you know, some evolving. But it just hasn't been there. And it's just, at what point, I mean, at what point do we see that next step? I mean, to win games here, then what? You're going to draft in the middle of the rounds. And I mean, it, it, as a fan, you know, it, you know, from the outside looking in, it's just, it's like we're stuck in we're stuck in perpetual motion here, and it's just like just the same thing every year. You beat up on the bad teams, the good teams come, and we got boo boo running down our legs. And yeah, you know. But again, like you know, Buckner, you know, Buckner, that, that, that guy's a dog, and I, I would just love yeah. for us to get something like that. And I'll take it off the line. Thanks, guys. All right, yeah. thanks, Eric. Was, was it the last year? Was the twenty five nothing win over Atlanta? Was that the game before the bye? No, oh, no, the Bills game was the the Bills, oh, the game Bills, the, 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 the win game, the right, win game. right? Yeah, okay. Because, you know, I, the offense was better in that Atlanta game, but this kind of reminded me of that where the defense was just lights out. And I think in that yeah, 25 very, nothing, very similar. I think 14 of the points were defensive yeah, points. Yeah, it was very similar. Yeah. They didn't do anything offensively in that game. You're right, Fred, to compare the two. Yeah. Absolutely. I just, I just wish I had some hope for the offense right now because it seems to me, based on these results, that like, like we were talking about in the pregame show, there's opportunities to be there. I mean, there's maybe some teams that you don't think the Patriots could beat, but – they still have a good defense. They're still a well-coached team. It's just right now I, I struggle no. to think they can get over the hump with an offense. Mac has is, to all of a sudden flip bad. a switch, yeah, and, and I, that switch isn't going to get flipped. Yeah. Until I agree the that line right now better. there's no question the offense is the much yeah. bigger issue, but I need to see that good defense against oh, a sure. good offense at some point. Oh, true. Yeah. Sure. true. Like I do not have that faith yeah. against any offense that has a pulse. I, I really don't. 
Yeah, the defense well, has done well again. I mean, they did well against Miami. Like they were, they were good against the Dolphins. I, I don't thought. really think they did. I, 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 I they held them to twenty points. Yeah, I mean. and it was twenty nothing. They put it in neutral, and the game was over. Okay, like, that's I mean, that's, fair enough. I mean, that, I just and that was also the very first game of the year. Right. Um, um, they were not good against Jackson. Not good against Rogers. Uh, definitely not good against Fields. But other than that, you know, they've they've managed to, right. to do I what they can against the other quarterbacks who haven't really been very good quarterbacks. Yeah, teams you know? that can't punch back, yeah. they dominate. Now listen. I know a lot of teams in this league that can't do what the Patriots did to the Colts today. There's a lot of teams. The sure. Washington didn't do that to the Colts last week. The Colts should have won that game last week, and they did enough offensively to win the game. The Patriots dominated today. Yeah. I just need to see it against the team that can move the ball before I'm convinced that anything's changed. I, I, I get your point. And I, and I'm just – all I'm saying is that I can maybe at least point to some evidence, like having you know Matthew Judon, who's leading the league in sacks right now, that – there are some elements here that give you hope and that make you think, all right, they'll make some plays against some of these teams. With offense, I can't even talk myself into it. And you're right, Paul. They got to go out there, and I, I mean, I've been saying it all show already. Yeah. They got to go out there and do it against well, that's the Miami thing. and Buffalo. The, and re- show the reason like this, why you're worried, even with the defense, is the offense isn't going to score more than 20 points mm-hmm. against a good team. You know, and. Against a good team, any defense is going to have right. trouble. How yeah. good a defense you know, can you really even so, play? Right. So but, I, but think I, I think it's a good defense, but it's not good enough to overcome the lack of offense. Yeah, but if I thought going into a game against uh, a Buffalo or a Kansas City or a Green Bay, you know, not you know, like that day against Green Bay, not what you think of Green Bay now. Did they end up losing today? Yeah. Green Bay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. It was it was like fifteen to nine. If I thought what going, kind of a score is if that? I thought going into one of those games, the Patriots were going to be able to hold a team like that, you know, Baltimore, uh, you know, under twenty. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think there's any chance of that. I don't think there's any chance of that. I have just as much concern about the defense in a game like that as I do the offense. And that's you know, and I understand your point, Fred. Like because you have to hold it under twenty five, or you can't win. You don't go into a game like that with a lot of confidence because it's hard to hold the good teams down and, like that. And you you can't get a lead so that you know you kind of dictate, right? You know. Yeah. I just wonder what the, how the defense feels like psychologically about what you have on the other side of the ball and how perfect do we have to be and how many turnovers do we have to get every game? Right. You know, th- like is this what we have to do every week? Mm. We got to sack a backup quarterback nine times to like you know really make it a, a, a dominant. Well, they have to score. Patriots win. Like it's there's a lot on the mm. defense's plate. This like I'm not blaming. It probably sounds like I'm ripping the defense. I'm not. There's a lot on Too their much. plate. Yeah. They not only can't allow them to score, they have to set up scores. Yeah, like so, that's hard. Yeah. So, so you get the Jets in two weeks, and who do you think learned more from that last game, the Jets or the Patriots? You know, I, I mean. It's going to be a well. The fight. Jets after that game yeah. beat Buffalo, so they so are the, from the Jets game, are on the bye say, next yeah. week. I, yeah, I, I think, think so. they're on the bye yeah. as well. Mm. So that's yeah. That. that I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I I think that's a toss up. Are Ooh, you kidding yeah. me? Of course it is. I mean, Jets are going to come in sky high, absolutely, and feeling like we they let, let one slip, slip away. away. We got to get it back, just like just like Buffalo did last year. Yeah, definitely. Let's go back to the phones. Joel is in San Antonio. Hi, Joel. Hey guys. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, first off, the defense was absolutely spe- uh, spectacular today. Uh, the offense didn't really give us a lot to be cheerful for. Uh, I feel more like, yeah, a win is a win, uh, but I feel more like we just didn't lose the game rather than we won it. Uh, and uh, Paulie, 
yes, uh, Stevenson, best player on our team, but uh, offensive MVP, Nick Falk. I mean, <laughs> all due respect to him, but that's kind of like a sad thing to say. <laughs> um, you know, the Jets are going to come in sky high, like y'all say right now, uh, and it's going to be a tough game for sure. So uh, thank you for taking my call. And, yeah, uh, I, agree with right, everything. Thanks, I, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, not too much to uh, not too much to disagree with there. Certainly, when it comes to the defense, and of course, Nick Folk is the MVP of the team because, I mean, I don't know what it is. Kickers put on the Patriots jersey and never miss a field goal for the rest of their careers. Like how every single that doesn't matter who it is. It's coaching. Yeah. They just pop it on and boom! All of a sudden, they cannot ever miss a field goal ever in their life. I, I mean, I, I flash back for a minute. My first season here, 2019. I came in. Gustowski was here. Then Gustowski got hurt, and then it was like a few weeks of Shane Graham. Shane or yeah, another guy. Wasn't there another guy too? Like there were three different. Oh, there was guys. a guy that missed. Some. Like I mean, they I think had Kai Folk. Four Kai Forbath. I think he missed some. after Nick Folk had the appendicitis. The exception that proves the rule. You, you never would have thought in a million years that well, out of that, the operation. one of those guys was going to come out and be your kicker for the next three years and like never miss Fred's inside got of 50. It. It's, the opera- it's the operation. Yeah. Can't make one. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a lot more than three guys now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, all right. Let's keep it going here. How about Dustin in Ontario, uh, our neighbors to the north up there in Canada? Hi, Dustin. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. How are y'all doing? doing hey, good. Good, good. Um, so... I'm going to take it back to a question I heard from, I think it was Deshaun in the pregame uh, show. Except I'm just going to sort of word it a bit differently and see what everyone thinks. So what do you guys think the Patriots have to gain from making the playoffs? Um, at this point, looking ahead at our schedule, I don't really see the offense showing us anything new. I don't see them developing any sort of identity. Um, I, I and I want to make it very clear. This is purely my opinion. I, I don't, I don't feel that I'm right or wrong saying any of this. But um, I just wanted to uh, know what you guys thought. Uh, whether or not the Patriots have anything to gain from you're too good to tank. You're too good to it, tank it, at this point. It, well, you if you believe it, that there's think. some young guys of the team that are going to stick around, the experience of getting to the playoffs is important. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I would also add that you're not making the playoffs unless you play better offensively. So I think you might think about it a lot differently six, seven weeks right. from now. If you if you got there, you did something right. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not going to be, you're not going to win like you did today eight times the rest right. of the way and Back squeak into, into the, the playoffs. playoffs. It's right. not going to happen. No. Yes. No. That's you're going to have to be. Great point. You know, you're going to have to be. It's going to start in two weeks. You're going to have to beat a Jets team coming off of just knocking off Buffalo and feeling like whatever. What are they five and three now? I mean, they're you know six and I mean they're the Jets. The Jets. What is Jets are six and three. Six and three. So I mean, you know, they're they're building a pretty good season. They now have another opportunity to come in here. Every week is going to be like that now. And if the offense doesn't take a stride, they're not even going to sniff the playoffs. Right. The only way they're going to make the playoffs is if the offense tries figures out how to score some yeah, touchdowns. They're going to have to figure something and out. I'm really and if that's the case, then that caller has a different mindset. Right. You right. Know? You're starting to believe maybe a right. little bit. At and, least they got And something. I'm impressed with the Jets' response because that was a game that they absolutely had to be kicking themselves for oh, losing yeah. last week. They, they gave a game away at home to a team that they probably felt like they, they were better than. And the old Jets would have absolutely lost today. Mm. So I give them a lot of credit. Obviously, they cut Buffalo on a, on a down day, but I'm sure they had something to do with it. Yeah, and I think that you know, for the Patriots, they may not be a playoff team, but I don't think that, they, that they're in any position to try and, and tank it from here on out. There's right. too many teams that are like two, three-win teams. I know they only yeah. have five wins, but, but like, it's, it's not like the difference between— You have to be worse than all of them if you want to really get into this. Right, like, it's, but it's not a difference of like making the playoffs or tanking. You know, it's like, are you better off 
getting as high a draft pick as you can, I think, is yeah, what right, the, the caller's right. point is. Like, they're not going to try to lose games. No. I don't really think that happens anywhere near as often as but, people But, Paul, break. I think your point is the key point. Right. If they, they have they to get the, better to make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, that means that the offense started to play better. Yeah. yeah. And if the offense starts to play better, there's hope. And the other part of that is if this defense is a little bit better than it has been, they should be able to stop Minnesota. Yeah. Who hasn't been? They haven't played well offensively all year. They're seven and one. I don't know what 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 they're doing. They're seven and one, but they haven't had a good offensive game since like opening day. So maybe they can slow down Minnesota. Maybe that's one of those crap quarterbacks and Kirk Cousins that they can contain. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, and I think you might look differently if all of a sudden you go to Minnesota and win, and then maybe you know you're able to beat back to back Arizona and Vegas. I think people are probably looking at that. You know, can we split those two? Neither one of those teams is playing well. Yeah. So you might be able to beat beat both of those teams, and I think you might have a different perspective. Yeah. Um, oh, we've been, we've been talking about the offense and some of the shortcomings today. Uh, the offensive line is obviously a big one. Mac Jones. I don't think anyone think had a great game today. Um, we didn't talk much about the play calling yet, and uh, what what was coming in from the sidelines. Any any impressions on that? Any takeaways? Things you noticed in real time that you liked or didn't like? I, I I'm I'm. I'm not good at saying, oh, the, the it was bad play calling. Like, I didn't see any, like... You just said why, it sounded great. <laughs> why, why are you calling that play in that situation? I, did, I didn't see a lot of that. I just saw, like, right. Colts in the backfield where the play can't even get going. Well, I, I think that know. part of... The, I, I didn't like the, the scheme in the run game early on. I, I thought with two backup offensive linemen to ask these slow-developing plays that require a lot of timing and cohesion when there's two guys out there that haven't been out there, I think was asking a lot. But in terms of, like, what they dialed up, you know, I, it's easy. To look, I mean, look at a play like that. It's just a simple dive up the middle, and it's a three-yard loss. Yeah. I mean, like, that, that's, the, that, that's not the fault of the play call. Yeah. I think, like I said, there's going to be far too much blame laid at the feet of Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I can't, I can't get to the play call. You know, like, I can't get beyond, like, just what is the overall chemistry of the offense because they – They gave a running back 10 carries today, and he got nine yards. They have no identity. Like, is that play calls? Uh, yeah, like, and play calls get so specific. And like, when you're hitting plays and you're hitting this one, and you, oh, that one didn't quite work, but you had to hit that one. And ooh, this would have been the perfect time for this play. It's like they can barely string two plays together. How am I going to tell them which play they should or shouldn't have run? Like, exactly. just run, run a regular play. I don't care. Like, just make something effective that picks up some yards. You know, and you're looking at some wrinkles they tried. Like, I don't think they were vanilla. I mean, I, they had a couple of jet sweep, mo- yep. you know, jet, you know, jet action. They faked some. some they fakes, gave yeah. some. Well, yeah. And you know, it, they had a nice misdirection screen. Like, I thought they dialed some different things up. Very little of but, it worked. But, mm. and, you know, and the, the margin of error. Like, even the, the play to Smith, the little screen that went for, I don't know what it was, 23 yards or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think so. Mac had to go sidearm almost underhand to get the – because the guy was in his face. Yeah. If that guy tips the ball, you're like, oh, that's a terrible play call. Well, well it turns out, like, it's it sucked the defense in, and he had all that room in front of him. It's the best play of the game. Because right? to <laughs> illustrate that, though, but, like how close it is. But if Mac doesn't execute, now it's a bad play. Right. Well, but just to illustrate, so, like, how the offense – so that was that was twenty four yards to Smith. You know what John o. Smith ended up with for the game? Twenty four yards? No. Try Last again. Thirty two. Twenty three. No, try again. Twenty <laughs> two? No. Am I going the wrong direction? No, you're going the right direction. Twenty. Yeah, three catches for twenty one yards with a long of twenty four. Hmm. Like <laughs> Right. That, like is that play calls or like you just are not executing anything? You're just you're not blocking. You're not right. blocking. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, sure. All right. Well, someone uh, in North Carolina, Josh in North Carolina, has a, a potential solution for this problem. Josh, what's your solution? 
Josh? Good job, Hardy. I really set him up as well as I possibly could have. You know, somebody the was talking about. Line said trade for Josh offense. McDaniels. That's what it, that's I what thought it said Smith. There. <laughs> I, we talk about blocking. Smith had did have a good block on a bounce out play by Stevenson. He he cracked down in the down the middle and allowed Stevenson to bounce it outside. It was one of Stevenson's best runs. A little crack toss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was there was a few plays we named him. I think three plays. That was what we got to. Little made a few. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. He gone. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, I think the Rams got this one. All right, let's try uh, D in Baltimore. Hey, D. Sweet D. Hello. What's up? How are you guys doing? Great. How you doing? I'm good. All right, what's up? Five and four, maybe. I got a question. How better do you guys think Matt Jones is playing than Zappi that he deserved to be the starter? People keep saying we played against bad teams with Zappi. We played against bad teams with Matt. He's look no better. You didn't play against the bad defense today, and you didn't play against the bad defense last week either. Nope, that's true. It was um, a good defense you should play the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, but Bailey Zappi, I mean, is Cleveland's defense a bad defense? Because yep. Bailey's – is it? Yep. Do you one think the, Joe Burrow the, thinks so? One of the worst in the league. I, I mean, I'm just going, maybe, I'm just going by the season. I'm lately, not going by one game against a division team. They've played a lot better since uh, since that Patriots game, and Bailey Zappi had his way with that defense. <laughs> and I think that, you know, until Mac Jones – Are you a Zappi like guy, that, Christian? It is statistically – at the time, it was statistically the 30th-ranked defense in football. Really? Yeah. And the Colts are like that high, huh? the Colts are much <laughs> higher than that. The Jets are much higher than that. They're better. Chicago's pass defense was third in the league going into the game. Like, there's no there's no comparison. Now is Mac Jones playing well? Nope. Fred said it. I think perfectly. He's not playing. He's well. had opportunities to make plays. It's mm-hmm. not all pass protection. It, when he's had chances to make plays, he's not made them consistently. Because I think the pass protection is in his head. I agree. And I I what we need to figure out over the bye week is what's in Mac's head right now. Yeah. What's he thinking? Like how do how does he get out of this funk and you know like forget about forget about the losing, you know, just play the game. I just play the game. I think you're right about the protection. I just wonder how much of a part of this is him just not seeing the offense the way it needs I, to be. I I think seen, he's I think know? it's a big part of of him. I like like I think um I think Christian said Mac Jones should be on the bat. I, I would agree with that. doesn't look like he's ever working his way through let progressions, me, finding the third let, guy. Let's talk about this. Well, wait, uh, Christian, are you a Zappy guy? Um, no question. I can tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this say it. To the extent. Own it. This tone. Own it. This to the tone. Ex- what do you mean, own it? He's the only one who's had a good game this year. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi has had a game it. where you can look at those numbers <laughs> and mean, say that is a good quarterback <laughs> good game. Good job. Mac Jones does <laughs> not job. have one of those That's games. It. Attaboy. That's Attaboy. You know what Mac Jones' projected stats are this year? <laughs> They're good, ghastly. Yes. They're ghastly. It's like 3,000 la- yards. The last I saw, he was like 37 out of 38 qualifying quarterbacks. Yeah. He's having a You can snicker and laugh at Zach Wilson all you want. He's down there with Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. Now, here's here's the question. Now, Zappy may not be much better, but at least Can't, he's had one game you can look at point to and say, if look you're at Bill, are you thinking about it? Or do you just think that that would do too much irreparable damage? I think I think if you make the move to Bailey at this point, you're pretty much done with Mac. I mean, is it, I mean, how hard is it to, to, to make that move at this point when you're five and four? You've won two games since he's returned. Has he played well? Nope. But how do you make the move right now unless, unless you're just week. saying you're not doing it anymore? It's this the bye is way. It. This is where That's we're going. That's the end. Yeah. I mean, is that the – would you write the end of Mac Jones right now? I don't, I don't think I'm ready to do that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not far from doing it, um, but I, I, don't, I don't think you can. I think, you know, I, I, I get what people are saying about Zappi, but there's just nothing that makes me think that you put him in there and all of a sudden it looks magically different. Yeah. And I'm not teasing Christian for being pro-Zappi because, I, 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 listen, I, I think he's right. I think the Cleveland game was the best – play that we've had from a quarterback in the season 
right? Yeah. I don't think the quarterback has played better yeah. than, than Zappi did in that game. And Max's best any game of the was Baltimore, games. probably, right? And he had, and he had three, three, turn, yeah, in three that picks. Game. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not making fun of Christian for feeling that way. And I know other people, because I'm getting the, the same stuff on Twitter. Yeah. It just doesn't look right. I'm sure, Fred, you're getting it on the blog the oh, same yeah. way. Yeah. I'm just wondering if Bill is in a situation where he almost can't. He almost can't mm. because then he loses Mac. Yeah. If he's healthy and you go and you make a move, I don't know. I mean, I suppose you can just say, well, we went with the guy who was playing better and thought gave us a better chance. And, I mean, history in that league is, is littered with situations like that, like we used to talk about with the old Giants with Bill Parcells. You know, he had Phil Sims in and out with Scott Bruner early in his career, and yeah. Sims ended up settling down into a good quarterback. So I don't know if you have to lose Mac Jones forever if you take yeah. him out. But it's a risk. Yeah, it's a risk. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how you guys feel about I it. Think you need I, to do, it I, need, I think you need to do it coming off mistakes. You know, like this is his first game. He didn't throw an interception. Like, if it got bad and the, he was throwing more and the, he just couldn't stop the turnovers, even against the bad teams, and they're losing the bad teams because of that, then then I think it's right. time. But I, I, I thought a bad game like this wouldn't do it. I think you're right. I think you said it in the pregame show it would have like, to be like three picks or something like, like that. Mentally, that's about as bad as a quarterback can play without turning the ball over. Mm-hmm, to me yeah. today, yeah, yeah, I'd he was thoroughly that. ineffective for four yeah. full quarters. And I know you look at he's twenty for thirty. <laughs> you know, and you're like I don't know, but 147 yards. I mean, mm. come on, yeah. those are Tebow numbers. What are um, let's go to Will, who is down in Hawaii. Hi, Will. Will, hello, hello. aloha. Hey, how you guys doing? What's hey, up? I was, um, I wanted to make a point because um, the last caller actually hit on it. Um, with, with, with Bailey Zappian, am I crazy? And, and a lot of people tell me I am, but it's the only time this entire year I've actually felt good about the offense. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, I mean, it was like, one game, but you're right. The Will, Cleveland, you're singing my song right now. The Cleveland game, the offense looked better than it has in any other game. I don't think there's any arguing it. I'm with you. Okay, because people tell me I'm crazy. Because I'm, I'm happy whenever the Patriots win. I'm happy today. You know, I take my kids out. We celebrate. But I don't get that warm and fuzzy feeling I get. With I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Zappy guy, in case you guys didn't know. But I don't get that warm and fuzzy feeling I got when, when Zappy was in that the offense just looked better. And I don't know why the Patriots won't pull the trigger on this. Like I, I, I don't get it. Because they don't think he's better. I mean, I'm not telling you who's right or who's wrong, but, mm. I mean, that, that's the simple answer. They think Mac Jones is a better player. Right. And for all the, the Bailey Zappi stuff, I'm going to push back a little bit. It was one game because the offense looked the same when Bailey Zappi played. There's this stops and yeah. starts. That, I mean, like, and he wasn't go very watch good the against second Detroit half of the Chicago either. game. Yeah. He was pedestrian against Detroit. Matter of fact, Detroit was very similar to today. Yeah, right. Where it the was. defense set up all the points. Right. The Cleveland game and Stevenson had a great Cleveland game. game. The game Cleveland was game was different. But with the Bears, you know, they put him in. He had a spark, but then that was it. I mean, they shut him down after mm-hmm. that. You it's know, true. I just, I, I, I think we we can all agree. I like, I just. When Bailey Zappi was throwing the ball, it was the only time this year where it seemed like it was. Well, everybody was you know? excited. And then yeah. they were going against the bad D, oh, fine. Yeah. But, but I also think that everything was vastly, like, exaggerated. So, like, it's Bailey Zappi. <laughs> like, like every yeah. time, like, you know, like if he threw a ball like the, that, that, that Mac threw to Hunter Henry today down the seam. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's nobody within eight miles, right? That yeah. play? He was wide open. It was great. Like, I give Matt Patricia and the coaches, whoever, like, I don't whatever they did, they dialed up something and got a guy in zone underneath, like, no one on him. Easy pitch and catch. If, if Zappi completes that, it's like, Zappi just gets it out quicker. 
You know, he's <laughs> he's hitting them. He's getting this, he's finding yeah. the soft spots. Whereas, like, I know. you know, Mac Jones does it, and it's like that was the one good yeah. play of the game. Speaking it's as an unabashed zappy guy, <laughs> I do acknowledge the fact that the film is out, and I think everybody just knows if you put a hand up at the line, you got an eighty percent chance of tipping the thing. <laughs> like, you know, like I, mean, I think the offense has yeah. been pretty clunky, <laughs> both ways, with uh, the exception yes. of the Cleveland game. Yeah, Cleveland game. I don't know. I don't know what they did in that game, but you Same know, thing last year. Somebody was saying today, you know, because I think Mac did he. I don't know if he had one tipped or something, but it's like, well, you know, he's six three. He he's not he six, six three. three. I know. I think he's listed at six three, but he yeah, ain't. he's he's more like six two. Um. Yeah, I saw Phil Perry interviewing him once, and he's not much taller than if he was at all taller than Phil Perry. Well, so Phil, I don't know Phil's how tall a house. Phil, is he Phil, t- is Phil, 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 Phil could play quarterback. Oh, no, you think so? No, I mean Phil's a pretty. He's pretty tall, but uh, yeah. I mean, I I think a lot of people have referenced that. Yeah, was, wasn't much difference. Okay. Um. Let's go to Moises in Connecticut. Our good friend Moises. What's up? Hey, Paul. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? What's up? All right. Hey. This was a crazy win, but you know what? A W is a W, but after the bye, we got three good games, and they're all winnable games. We got to start winning our games. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, they're winning games without right now. Saying. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, winning games. Got to start winning these games. If those games, I mean, they're all winnable. I yeah. Mean, technically. They've right? won four out of five. I mean, they're, it's not like they're not winning games. You don't have to start winning games. You've started. Um, you, you got the Jets, who is... I think going to be ready for you. Minnesota, who I think is better than you do, Paul. I think that they got some oh, real th- firepower on offense with that uh, with that run I game. I know, but the, but it hasn't really materialized. The run, the run game has, I think. No, I they, mean, don't, they don't score any points. Mm, it's true. They don't score a lot of points, but I do think they're good at uh, sort of running the clock down and keeping it away from the other team. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I might have that kind of feeling if I see them. Because I haven't. I'll, I'll be the first, full disclosure. I saw them play one game that got completely dominated by Philadelphia. That's the only yeah. game that they were on, like in one of the primetime windows that I got a chance to see them. Um, and I'm but not hey, sure I'm seven ready to call one. any Bills game a winnable game. And Se- yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if, if, if the next three are winnable, then they're all winnable. Right. <laughs> yeah, if, if those are winnable, everything's winnable. Because you, play, you're playing the Jets, who you just had a, a knockdown, drag-out war with. Right. And then you play Minnesota, right? Thanksgiving night. And then mm-hmm. Buffalo? Thursday The two night. back-to-back Thursdays? Yes. If those are winnable, then any game you'll ever play ever, right. anywhere, is winnable. If, if the Bills are winnable, then any game's winnable, because I still think they're the best team in the league. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, okay. 855-PATS-500. That's your phone number. As we continue to sift through your phone calls, Kieran is in San Francisco. Hi, Kieran. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? I just wanted to call in and be the ray of sunshine, as Paul likes to say <laughs> today. Um, I think that Belichick has to be by far the best coach in the league and I know that like opinion on him has weighed a lot this year in the last few years but look at how many teams are lower than us in the wild card race or right around us in the wild card race and how much more talent they have and we're still kind of nipping at the heels and I would rather watch a bad wild card hunt than a team tank any year and that's kind of been the story's last three years so I'll who's, take that all who's day tanking? Day, and I'm going to be incredibly appreciative before right. you go, who's tanking? Just out of curiosity. Who's tanking right now? No, I'm not yeah. saying anyone's tanking that we are. I'm saying I would rather be a bad wild card team than a tanking team. Well, me too, but like I no, don't think anybody's tanking. No, but no, he, he was, was referring to us. that other call. Yeah, he was talking He's about the us. other caller. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, think I, I mean, think that's what he was referring to. Yeah, um, but I don't think the other caller was suggesting that they tank. 
He, well, I think he was suggesting that it might be better off if they don't make the playoffs. Well, right. That's he's what he's saying. saying. What's the value? And he's well, saying, is, I'd rather is they're there in any the value. I'd rather but you could do both. You can be in a, play, a wild card hunt and not make the playoffs in the end. I, I think you could do both. No, you I don't know. have to try to lose. I, yeah, but I think he, I think I don't think Split I think he bit, wouldn't yeah. be upset if the Patriots lost a lot of games and had a better draft pick because he doesn't yeah, he doesn't not, feel there's a lot to gain. No, but I think you, you could easily just say. Um, Miami beat Tennessee in Week 17 last year, and ultimately they made the playoffs instead of the Patriots. Nothing changed. You went 10 and 7, didn't make the playoffs. That guy would have been happier than making the playoffs and getting blasted and being home, well, and then being like two or three spots lower in the draft. That's all that guy was saying. Yeah. He wasn't saying he wants them to go four and 13. I don't think, and maybe I'm putting words yeah, in his mouth. Maybe maybe yeah. he did, yeah. but I don't think he wanted them to tank. Well, they can't do it now because they at least have to be five and twelve. Correct. And, and Fred's <laughs> got them 13 and 4, so right. I don't even know what we're talking about. Right. Right. 13 and 4 is in play. Still it in is. play. Yeah. Like, that's, the, that's the thing. How many draft spots are you really talking about? It's like people are thinking like you're going to go from 20 to 3. Like, you know, you, you maybe go from right. 20 and to And that's to Fred's 14. point. Like, well, how much, what are you actually going to gain by losing a game or two here and there? You're not going to lose enough games. Like, I think Christian said that too. You're not going to lose enough games to market, you know, discernibly improve your draft stock. So I just think too, like your franchise, they got to like find a way to win some games against teams that quote unquote are better than them. Mm, they yeah. haven't done that in a long time. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with you there. All right, the, uh, the phone number is 855-PATS-500. Emails at webradio at patriots.com. We'll do emails a little bit later on in the show. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to Craig, who is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Craig. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going. Uh, hey, I, I want to just weigh in. And for, first off, I'm I'm a Matt guy in terms of Paul's little poll. Um, in terms so, of what? But I, <laughs> my, my, my little my little poll. Okay, <laughs> he'll tell you about his poll later. Sure, it's little. <laughs> so I guess just watching this game, and I've taken a couple of weeks off for personal reasons. I haven't been able to watch, um, but I was hoping to see some progression out of Mac. It was a tough watch, but just about every drive, there's like something that someone else on the offense does really bad and then there's something that mac does really bad and so like it in my opinion and just like the blame pie there's like there's somebody else always contributing to some issue some something that gives us like five yards off or like a drop pass by Tequan thornton today like like stuff like that now zappy was able to overcome a little bit of that when he was running the offense but like i feel like this offense just in general is missing some pieces i know fred's big big on like we have the pieces in place, but I just don't feel like there's really good play out of too many positions beyond Ramondre. I just want yeah. to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. They and lack cohesion and, and when I you're playing they lack like, an identity. When you're mm. playing like this, there's so much pressure on every play. You know, like every play is critical. It's precious. You know, right. you, you can't, you know, if you're third and 12, you're not going to, you're not going to overcome that. Like every play yeah. and is, just is critical. Like, to Fred's point, I don't think they overcame it with, with Zappi either. And, and here's the thing, like, I understand that people thought it looked better because at times it did. And against Cleveland, it out, out, without question did. The same thing that I thought about the offense right now and with Mac, I thought with Zappi. Everything was great unless they were losing. Mm-hmm. When they were behind against Green Bay, they had the ball in Green Bay territory, the same as we complain now. They had the ball in Green Bay territory against the Packers in overtime, and what happened? Three and out. Yep. Punt. They had the ball, you know, when they were behind against Chicago, what happened? Couldn't move the ball. This offense is pedestrian when they're leading. It's almost like non-existent when they're losing. 
And, um, and that was the case with Zappi and with Mac. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that, Outside again, outside of the Cleveland game. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Service, the official sideline technology provider and laptop of the NFL and the New England Patriots that provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Check out the powerful Surface Pro 8, combining the power of a laptop with the flexibility of a tablet at Surface.com. Quick break, we'll get to more of your phone calls and emails right after this. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. How did they have 10 points on the first four drives but only have nine points in the game? Did I miss PFF math again? Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Christian Arcan. All right, we're back here. It's Patriots Post Game presented by Cyber Reason. I'm Christian Arcan, Mike Dassault in the house as well, Paul Perillo, and of course Fred Kirsch here as well. And now it's time to hear from the head coach who's brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them indoors, outdoors, scenic views, city vibes, solo or family style. Whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. All right, here's Bill. Well, first of all... Um you know, just on behalf of the players and the coaches that uh, wore the um, badges, uh, in my case, uh, Timothy Clegg, um, or the number or the initials on their helmets, um, you know, proud to be out there and recognize the people that have uh, fought and died for our country and, and defended us and, and for the ones that were enlisted today. And, you know, just the tribute to, um, you know, our, our great military and what they stand for and how they protect us. So. Um, you know, definitely proud to be be a part of that. Um, seeing the Taps families, you know, on the way on off the field, kind of you know keeps things in perspective here. Um, 
but you know, good win for our team. Um, certainly a lot better than the last time we played the Colts. Um, you know, had a lot of a lot of big plays defensively. Um, you know, obviously a third down and field position that they created for us. Uh, big play in the kicking game, and you know, we're able to convert enough of those, score enough points to uh, to win. And so that's that's what it's about in this league. So always things that we can do better. Um, but really good to walk off the field today um, with a good win against um, against the Colts and a team that we obviously couldn't play very well against last year. So it's a little different story today. Um, but big day for John Jones. Um, big day for our team defense coverage rush. Um, Great game plan by the defensive coaches and well executed. Put a lot of pressure on the Colts and they're able to take advantage of you know, those situations. So, headed by Jew. Hey man, yeah, a, a big day out there for us. A big day. So. Yeah, coach, can you just talk about the pressure up front led by Judon and Uche with three sacks each of what they were able to do, Ellinger? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, the sacks are the sacks. Um, I think some of those came in the quarterback, you know, was flushed out by somebody else. Somebody else got them. So whoever ended up getting them, get them. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of pressure from, uh, you know, we got pressure on early downs, created some long yarded situations. And then, uh, you know, Jew, Josh, uh, Dan, and we had a couple of secondary pressures in there that hit as well. So it was just good team defense. And, and anytime you have a good pass rush, you have good coverage. And anytime you have good coverage, you're going to have a good pass rush. So. Some of those sacks look like kind of coverage sacks where there's nobody to throw to. Some of them were great rush sacks that, um, you know, they just didn't have time to execute the passing game. So, um, but good team defense. That's really what it's about. Dan Roach in the back. Bill, I know you talk about this a lot, but uh, how pleased were you in that second quarter to see the John Jones block punt and then that lead to the touchdown pass from Mac to Ramondre Stevenson, the complimentary football that you like? Yeah, that was great. That's, um, you know, great job by... Um, you know, our special teams unit, we had uh, good returns today. We had good kickoff return. We had a good, couple of good punt returns. Uh, one in particular went for, I don't know, we, we got good field position on that. And then um, I think that was the first one. And then we came back with the, uh, you know, with the block. John timed it up perfectly. It was you know, well designed by Cam and Joe. And uh, they timed it up well, it hit well. Um, you know, we had a chance to scoop it in there, but couldn't quite stay on our feet. And then, uh, but then offensively, we had a bit, you know, Finish the job and and uh, and get the touchdown. So it's a good play, good throw from Mac to you know Andre. Uh, John's interception, you know, it was a it was a good catch, another tough catch. You know, low ball came up with it and and uh, they got a couple good blocks there. And you know, you're not going to catch John from behind. So once he once he saw some space, it was all over. So you know, it was a big place for us. It's 14 points that are kind of you know bonus points that uh, it's hard to count on going into the game, but when you get them, it really it makes a big difference in the final score. Uh, Bill, uh, what went into the decision to rotate uh, at left guard Cole Strange and then uh, move Isaiah Wynn from right tackle to that left guard spot? Yeah, well, we play a lot of people in every in every part of the game. So on the offensive line, skill positions, all the defensive, you know, we play a lot of people. So that's what we do. Bill, you always say a player is always a work in progress, no matter what level they're at. But what has Jonathan Jones done since when you first got him to put himself in a position to be able to have a game like this? Well, look, John's had a lot of good games for us. I mean, John's one of our best players. So, um, 
you know, of course, he started out as, as an undrafted, um, you know, undrafted free agent out of Auburn, came in here and uh, lit up things on a special team with his speed, his toughness, um, you know, his intelligence. He's a smart football player. Worked his way into, you know, a, a big role defensively. You know, we signed him for that role as kind of a third corner. Now, of course, the game is everybody plays with three corners most of the time. So, uh, you know, this year we had some depth inside and, and we moved him outside. And, and uh, so he plays outside in, and inside like, uh, you know, a lot of our players do. We play him in different spots. But, you know, he really made more of a transition to playing on the perimeter uh, this year. And, and he's really done a good job for us. Miles has played inside and, you know, he's played opposite of Mills. And, Jack Jones, and then sometimes he moves inside, and Jack and and uh, and Jalen are outside. So then we following up on the, you know, we we rotate our people defensively, and you know we have a lot of good players. So you know they all deserve to play, and they all help us. Hey Bill, besides uh, Jonathan Jones and uh, Judon's play, um, Juwan Bentley had a big game as well. Um, could you talk about his importance on the defense? Yeah, uh, Juwan's, he does a great job. Ben does a great job for us. Um, his communication and, and ability to run the defense, control the front, make calls. Um, you know, we had different formations that cause us to, um, you know, check things, um, whatever it is, check the front, check the coverage, or just check into a different defense at times. Uh, and no huddle situations, which we faced, you know, really all year. Um, you know, Cleveland gave to us Jets last year. You know, and he gave it something to us today. So just that communication ability, but... Um, you know, nobody works harder than Ben. He stays on top of it. Everybody has a ton of respect for his preparation and his his mindset. You know, he brings it every every day, really every play. Um, you see that from him out on the practice field, and uh, you know, it's kind of contagious. It, you know, it's it's a good thing that, that other people you know build on our defensive line communication on pass rush and our secondary. Of course, you know, Devin John do a great job of that. But really, it's, it's everybody doing that having that communication. So, yeah, Ben's you know, he's a good football player, and he's just. You know, whatever we ask him to do, he's he's done really well this year. He's played more on the end of the line than he has in the past and played well there, rushed the passer. You know, a good zone player, good tackler, smart football player, tough kid. You know, glad we have him, glad we re-signed him. He's a good player. Phil Perry in the front. Bill against a good Colts front there. How did you feel Mac handled pressure today? Well, they have a good defense. The front's tough. They gave us some problems. Um, so just, you know, collectively as a team, we... Um, you know, we had some trouble with him for sure. You know, some negative runs and there was some pressure. Um, you know, didn't turn the ball over. Well, we fumbled it, but we didn't turn the ball over in a passing game. So that was good. But, you know, we had trouble with their front, no doubt about it. They have good players. We talked about those guys all week. They, they rotate them through. They got, you know, seven or eight guys they play. And, you know, they do a good job. And good linebackers too. You know, Franklin, Leonard, Okariki, um, you know, they're Good depth at that position too. Kenny Moore is a good star. It's good defense. Steph, I mean, we got a lot of good players. Bill, uh, Yannick had just with a start today. What have you seen from him since he came back, and what did you think of the way he played today? Yeah, I'll look at the film and you know take a closer look at it. I don't know, Eleven guys out there, I can't watch them all, but you know, I think we all hung in there. Um, but sure, things that were good, sure that things could have been better. Final questions, Mike Reese and Yofi Chen. How did the wind affect uh, the kicking game? Affected a lot. Um, it's pretty strong to their bench, so just about all the kicks went to their their sideline. Um, you know, we had the kickoff return to their sideline, the punt return to their sideline. Um, Hack 
kicked with the wind into their bench, and you know, so where he got the block from. So, um, you know, Colts tried to come back to the field a couple times on the kickoff returns, and um, you know, it's good strategy on their part. You know, figuring that we're going to kind of overload to the to the boundary side or the or the wind side. So, but it definitely affected it. Um, you know, um, McLaughlin had to miss before the half. Uh, you know, Nick. <laughs> Didn't bother Nick. He bangs him right through the middle. Um, you know, he's he's amazing. But um, it, it it wasn't easy kicking out there today. Conditions were, um, you know, a little bit challenging. Um, so yeah, definitely affected direction and and, uh, and it was hard to touch back. Jake, Jake hit the ball well, so I forget how many touchbacks we had, but we had you know we had a few. But it was it was hard to touch back the kickoffs today. Last question. Hi, Bill. Uh, you, you mentioned the kick up, um, the kick returns. I want to ask you about Marcus Jones. Uh, your thought on his performance today and also um, his improvement, if many, uh, throughout the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, Marcus's improvement really has come all year. Um, you know, he was a little bit limited in the spring, wasn't able to do everything in the spring, still coming off of the, you know, the um, injury from college, uh, actually two of them. And then he's just gained more and more confidence and, and more and more experience as we've gone through training camp and then uh, through the regular season, um, his ball handling, his ball security, decision-making, setting up blocks. Uh, I thought he, you know, he's been doing that well in practice, been doing it well in other games, whether it's kickoff returns or punt returns, again, the decision-making, uh, the fair catch, not fair catch, you know, knowing how, how well we have the gunners blocked or don't have them blocked at times in uh, game situations. So... He's just really gotten better uh, every week. You know, this was a big, um, this is kind of a big challenge for him this week with the left foot punter. Uh, you know, it's something we really haven't seen all year. Um, so, you know, you can kind of, you know, put the jugs and put the ball in the opposite direction and all that. It's not really the same. Um, you know, uh, we brought uh, Michael in here at Pilardi, and, uh, and that was actually uh, good. You know, I think good for Marcus um, to be able to handle those lefty punts, you know, out in the kind of windy practice conditions all week. So I think that uh, that helped him as well. Again, it's one of those little things, but, you know, uh, Plardy did a nice job, and, and I think it helped, you know, Marcus with his confidence and ball handling on the, on the left foot of punter. So, um, but, yeah, he's just gotten better every week, and, you know, he's a hardworking kid, and just, you know, each situation that, you know, we talk about them all that, they come up in the game, and, and he just continues to handle them better and better, um, you know, as we've seen from other returners as they gain experience, you know, guys like, you know, Edelman that never returned punts, you know, different than Troy Brown and, and Welker who were, you know, returners from way back when, uh, you know, Troy had a ton of experience returning punts, and, and Troy's done a great job with, with Marcus, I might add, you know, Troy's really done a nice job with him in terms of, Catching the ball, ball handling, making the first guy miss, setting up his blocks, ball security, uh, decision making, reading the ball, reading the flight of the ball, the spin of the ball, and so forth. Um, you know, Troy's done a Troy's done a great job with him. He deserves a lot of credit on that too. And, and Marks has worked hard to, to get better at it every week. Same thing with the kickoffs. So it's another one. You know, is like how deep is it? How much hang time is it? It's a little different than punts, where you got guys coming down on you. You have to make that decision on. You know. Where the ball is laterally on the field, where's the return design? How much time do you have to get there? Do you want to touch back it? Do you want to bring it out? You know, that, that's those are big decisions. And then, of course, is there actually execution of the setting up the blocks and running? So, but all, all those have gotten better. Okay, thank. 
All right, there you go. A jovial Bill Belichick uh, addressing the media there, taking questions, taking his time with some of those answers too, and uh, I think feeling pretty good about himself and his team heading into uh, heading into the bye week. He just lights up when he talks about Nick Folk. Doesn't I mean, he? Nick Folk, he's oh, Nick. No problem for Nick though. That's our guy. Uh, but he's right. Great game from Nick Folk. I don't know where we'd be without him. Folk, <laughs> everybody. Uh, indeed. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take another quick break here. When we come back, we'll hear from Mac Jones. Uh, but first, hey, Pats fans, I'm here to tell you about NFL All Day. With NFL All Day, all your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can also use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find some moments from all your favorite Patriots players on NFLAllDay.com. Quick break. We'll come back and hear from the quarterback, Mac Jones, right after this. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I, I did the, the Mike Mac Jones voice. Yep. We're going! We're going! <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Christian Arcan. All right, Zarkan back here. It's Patriots post game presented by Cyber Reason, the official defenders of the New England Patriots. And uh, without any further ado, let's hear from the quarterback Mac Jones. Uh, actually, we'll wait once. We'll have a little bit more ado, <laughs> and then we'll uh, then we'll hear from Mac Jones uh, in just a minute. All right, I think he's ready. Here is uh, Mac. Raise your hand for questions. Start with Mike Reese. So how, how do you sort of sum up the day for the offense today? Yeah, I think football is a team sport, and uh, we, got, we got the W today against a good team overall. Um, obviously, talked about, you know, a lot about last year and how we felt after the game and um, felt like we came in and played as a team. Obviously, offensively, we want to do even better, and we will, and we got to look at the tape to kind of figure that out. Um, but defense played great. You know, Uche, three sacks, Judon, three sacks, Bentley, sack, DYs, half a sack. You know, <laughs> so it was just sacks everywhere. So we kind of knew that um, our defense was going to control the game given the circumstance with the other team. And um, that's a good defense that we went against. I think there's good players all around. Um, I don't think they did anything crazy in the game that we didn't expect, but we got to, you know, hit our targets a little better here. But no turnovers from, from my part, which is an improvement. But you know, we put the two fumbles on the ground, which we'll fix. And that's one of the things we talked about was just controlling the ball and not turning the ball over. So did a good job there. And um, obviously, we want to score more points in the red zone. I'm not sure what our, how we finished there, but um, definitely had some short fields that we want to score on. And um, I thought we fought hard and won the game. And NFL, it's, it's hard to win. You know, it takes, takes everybody. 
um, you know, like I said, last year was a different story, and we won this year. So that's all that really matters. Dan Rhodes from the back. Mac, obviously, like you mentioned, you guys got the W. It's a four of five now. What do you take from, from yourself and, and no turnovers today and that offense as you go into the bye week? What would you like to accomplish during the bye week as you get ready for the final eight games of this regular season? Yeah, I think, um, like I said, we just want to play our best team ball. Um, and our defense and special teams are playing really well. And, you know, we're playing good in, at spots, but we need to just continue to kind of go up here and, and stop riding the wave, you know. Um, which we will. I think we have really talented players at every position. Um, even today, the guys that stepped up with, I guess, what was it, four, four or so starters out of the game. Uh, it's pretty impressive to go in there and not have a lot of drop off and, and beat a really good you know, team. So uh, we'll, we'll look at everything. I know our coaches, they've been grinding it out and doing a great job just putting us in a position to succeed. And we just got to you know, go out there and execute a little better. And you know, the bye week or whatever you want to call it is Always a good time to physically, you know, get yourself back and then obviously mentally and then X's and O's wise, just see what you're doing really well and see what you're not doing as well. And I know our coaches will will do a great job grinding it out and, and we'll be on the same page. Over here, Mac. Sorry, to all the way to the right. All the way to the right. Oh, yeah. All the way to the right. What's up? What's up? Um, obviously, you want more touchdowns, but you talked this week about not going broke by making sure you're taking the profits. How do you feel you and the offense did that today on the whole, um, you know, especially against a challenging defense like the Colts? Yeah, I think um, we definitely want to move the ball. And, you know, when we get the ball as an offense, we want to score on every possession and we want to score touchdowns. Um, and sometimes when we don't do that, we get a little frustrated, myself included. But at the end of the day, it's about controlling the ball. Um, when we don't turn the ball over, our statistics are really good to win the game. Um, sometimes that's hard to realize, um, but we talk about that internally all the time. And when we do that, we, we usually win. So definitely some things I'm sure I'll see on film that you want to have back. But at the same time, you got to move the ball and we got to eliminate some of those negative plays. And we're just in long yard situations just way too often. And it's the NFL, like these guys are pretty good. So if you put yourself behind the sticks, your percentages plummet. It is what it is. But you got to fight through it and uh, figure out a way to be better on first and second down, and then that helps you on third down. So, Just two things off of that. You mentioned uh, what guys are talking about as well, the negative yardage where it's penalties or, yeah. um, and also the consistency factor. Where, how do you get better in those, in those two, area, two areas specifically? Yeah, I think it, it starts in practice. Um, and I feel like we have a really good group of guys, and we need to make this our thing. It's, it's all right, we need to take it personal for the offense that we're getting too many penalties or, you know, I'm missing a guy here or there, or whatever it is. Like, we need to just nail that down and find out the issues and just create, you know, there's, there's problems, obviously, clearly, and we just want to fix anything with a solution. Um, and I feel like we've done a good job of that, but we really need to pick that up to beat, you know, some really good teams here coming up. So... We know what it takes. Um, we have good players. We got good coaches. So it's a it's a group effort. Everyone being on the same page and um, coming together. And you know, every day at practice, that's all you can control, right? You have to line up, do your job, whether that's block somebody, whether I have to hand it off, throw it, whatever, change the play. So it's all an individual effort. But at the same time, when you get 11 people on the same page, all that stuff will will look a lot better. 
Mac, you're now nine games into you know, playing with a new coaching configuration on offense. How would you describe how or where you, Bill, Matt, and Joe are in terms of just being in rhythm and accomplishing what you want to accomplish? Yeah, I think um, we were focused on today, and today um, we kind of hit some of our targets but wanted to hit even more of our targets. So um, they've done a great job preparing us for the games. Coach Belichick, you know, just in our meetings and stuff or anything that he sees, he's always providing that information for us as quarterbacks. Um, from a defensive perspective, which is great, and that's continued, and that's helped me a lot. And um, with Coach Patricia, um, obviously we've grown together, and he's done a great job. He's a great leader of men. Um, he loves football just like you know all of our coaches, and he's going to give it his all every day from 6 a.m. until whatever it is, 2 in the morning. <laughs> so I know that they're all going to give their all, and um, Coach Judge, same thing. He's, he's here early trying to find ways to help me and trying to um, – you know, help me play as best I can, and we're still growing together. It's not going to be a perfect picture every play, but um, as long as I'm doing my part and the guys around me are trying to do their part, we'll be in a good spot. Mac, admittedly, it's easy for us to say, oh, there's a guy on the other side of the field that might have been open or something like that on, on plays, but when you come to the sideline and you see it on the stills or see it on the film, what does the quarterback can you do to make sure that maybe, you know, the open in a different direction or something like that on given plays? Yeah, I'll have to look at it. I, I look at the stills and stuff, but I don't look too much into it. It's false reality. Um, so just trying to see what the defense did, that's all you can really control. And, um, yeah, I'm sure there's some plays, but it's all about where your eyes start, right, as a quarterback, what you're being told and where you're looking. Sometimes you miss things that people, you know, you don't know if you miss it or not on the field, right? You walk off and you're like, darn, I looked at the picture. looked like it was there, but my eyes were starting where they were supposed to start. So sometimes that's how it is. And um, a lot of those sacks, too, it's just on me, just get the ball out to the open guy. It doesn't have to be an explosive play every time. And um, like I said, I thought the guy stepped up with a lot of our, you know, some of our starters out. So that was really good. But got to watch the film and, and see how it really was. But it's all about timing and your footwork. Does it match up with the play? Does your drop match up to the route, to where your eyes are? And like I said, there's good players on the other side of the ball. So there's a clock going on in your head. You got to be ready for it. You can't just sit there and hold the ball all day. Yofi Chen, right in the middle. Hey, Mike, kind of a just full up what you just said. Um, in the fourth quarter, it was a scramble play. It looks like you had the touchdown right there. That you have one defender to beat, but it didn't happen. Can you take us back to that play and explain your thought process there? Um, trying to think here. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to watch the film, but uh, there was someone in front of me. Otherwise, I would have gone in the end zone. So. Um, it's pretty simple. Mac, over the past few weeks, we've seen the emergence of Ramondre and on the touchdown pass to him. It was a hell of a catch. What was going through your mind to see him as a running back haul it in like that? And what has he meant for the offense over the last few weeks for you? Yeah, Mondre's done a great job. Like I said, Damian not being out there, uh, he's definitely carried the, the load there. And JJ stepping in there, making some plays too. Uh, just proud of those guys. We have a great group of running backs. Vinny's done a really good job with those guys. And um, we, you know, they actually put two guys on him a few times, so he still got open um, with two guys on him, which is pretty cool. Um, so he's done a good job. He's a competitor, quiet but super competitive. He might not say it, but he is, and um, he's done a great job, and he'll continue to do that. Mac, Jonathan Jones had quite a day today, but you go against him in practice every day. What have you learned about him as a football player? Yeah, I think he's, he's done a really good job this year playing different spots. I noticed like early on, you know, obviously he's historically been inside, but he's done a little bit of everything and 
Um, he's really fast, just quiet technician. Um, I think he he's done a great job for us. He's a, a great leader on this team too. Um, whether that's just in, when we're talking to him one on one or he's talking to the defense, you can tell they all respect him and he has a very big voice in that room. So um, really happy to see him haul that one in and. Uh, he's obviously fast, so he's going to get to the end zone. <laughs> Your final question is Andrew Callahan on the right. Hey, Mac, as you head into the bye here now, um, you mentioned the early down inefficiencies is something you want to fix. Is there anything that has your focus maybe individually into the bye week in addition to obviously kind of getting away for a little bit? Yeah, I think, um, like I said, the coaches will evaluate all that, and um, they always do a great job of seeing what we do well and sticking with it, and then things we don't do well, how can we do better? So um, first and second down is a big part of the NFL, I think. Really good teams are good on first and second down. And then third down, it's just like, all right, they're in a better spot here and they convert more. So you want to be above whatever percentage mark you know we kind of set. And we got to be better and extend drives that way. But every, every drive can't seem like it's so hard to get yards. You know, We got to be able to skip some third downs and move the ball and get explosive plays. But once again, defenses are kind of trying to take that away, playing a lot of too high coverage. Um, and, and trying to stop that. So it's a respect towards our skill players and, and the guys we have. Just want to get your thoughts on Nick Folk. Um, I know you said you want to you know, put him in the end zone and you guys get down close, but yeah. is it nice to know and feel like you know, once we're here, we can at least get three because he's been so consistent over the last two weeks? Yeah, and he's, he's the man. He just, I mean, I'm not going to jinx it or anything, but almost every time he goes up there, it seems like he has the confidence to put it through. Um, and he's a great great person, just works really hard, and has obviously played a lot of football and made a lot of kicks, and I'm sure he would tell you he's missed some kicks too. So I'm sure his journey, um, you know, it's been up and down, obviously, but he's a great kicker, and you can tell that he's just been, he's just been, can't miss. I don't know how to describe it. He's just great. So uh, we're just happy to have him. Cool. Thanks. All right, that was Mac Jones at the podium. Um, only the brief takeaways that I have was uh, – the the stuff about the coaches, I, I heard him talking about that, and I swear it took me right back to the preseason. I feel like the offense has been about as stagnant as his answers uh, involving the coaching staff. It's always sort of the same thing. And, you know, I, I understand this is who he has, and, you know, we're eight games into the season now, so it's not like it's going to uh, it's gonna change abruptly, I don't think, anyway. But, man, you know, the, the poor kid, he's got he's to gotta really dig deep, you know, to, to find these compliments for these guys. I mean, it's just it's the same, it's yeah. the same thing. I mean, it feels like the same press conference conference over and over again it does I mean the mistakes thing you know it's it's correct to point those things out and I don't think that that's without value because I mean until this point he hadn't done that so maybe it's a baby step two weeks off now though I just I'm not sure where they go to I think it starts with David Andrews and and maybe that gets Cole Strange back and you know maybe they're going to find something with Yanni just I, I I hesitate to say that out of after this game but uh, it has to start there, and then maybe maybe they'll find something. But these tests, these games at the end of the season are are true tests. They're not going to get any yeah. layups, yep. and they're going to find out exactly what kind of team they are over the next. And I just eight wonder weeks. if they feel like they need to stick with Win at guard. You know, I don't think he was yeah. great at guard today. I think he let up some pressures. He had a, another holding call, yeah. and um, I don't think that was great inside there either. But he played the balance of the game. Like you know, Strange mm -hmm. got yanked early. Yeah. So they're obviously not happy with his performance, Cole Strange's performance. I don't know exactly where they turn. I, you know, I, I know that Andrews at center will make things look better because I think, you know, he's that good on the inside it's the in terms of job, his, right? Well, in terms of his preparation, TJ too. Will tell you that too, right? The, right. the value of the center, right? You know, you can't you, you can't overstate. I mean, yeah. you, I mean it's just, it's huge. <laughs>
Uh, Mac Jones, by the way, brought to you by Dapper Labs. Patriots fans here to tell you about NFL All Day. With NFL All Day, all your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. And not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can also use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find some moments from all your favorite Patriots players on NFLAllDay.com. Closing thoughts, gentlemen. Glad to get to the bye. Uh, disappointed on the progress that the offense has not made. Defense, you know, continues to, to play well. I think I was a little silly to worry more about the D than the offense uh, this preseason like we talked about. Um, hopefully they can find something because, like I said, this is this is when the real tests start happening. You're going to find out exactly where you belong in the AFC and specifically in the AFC East here over the next last two months. Yeah, we'll have two weeks to self-scout and, you know, they'll get to work. And I'm, I'm curious the way we open the show. Like, what will it look like offensively against the Jets? you know in close proximity these two games will it look any better will it look any different mm-hmm. i think that's a, an, a nice barometer coming right out of the bye yep yeah individuals on defense making plays that gives you hope against when they do play against you know offenses that have good quarterbacks and can move the ball you know individuals are making plays and that's we were wondering before the season where are those defensive plays going to come from we're seeing it yeah on offense though it we got to figure this line out because without that, Mac isn't going to be – he's not going to have the confidence to do anything. Um, yeah, agreed. Agreed with that 100%. And I think the offense, even if they do win some games, is going to just keep sort of walking in place here. The Patriots, though, despite our tone and tenor, do come away with a big win, 26-3, to as they uh, improved to 5-4, and 2-2 two and two at Gillette Stadium. They got the bye week coming up, and after that, uh, they will be taking on the Jets. That's also a game that will be played right here uh, in Foxborough on November 20th at 1 o'clock. That's the next time you'll hear from any of us uh, for pre- and post-game. I want to say uh, thanks to Josh Uche for joining us. For Mike Dussault, for Paul Perillo, uh, Fred Kirsch, and Tamara Brown, and of course our great producer Matt Morell and uh, Matt LaPan back there behind the glass. I'm Christian Arcand. Uh, once again, Patriots with a 26 3 win over the Colts. That's all for us. Uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Goodbye. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more new and more podcasts.